I still love the intro so much. Same. Thank you, Elijah. Thank you. The dynamic duo is yes. back. We back episode three. After Thanksgiving. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, my family not like the biggest Thanksgiving family, so it was mm-hmm. like chill, but spent some time with my family, spent some time with my boyfriend and his family. So it was all good. Just I really just enjoyed like being mm-hmm. with my folks. So how was yours? It was good. The food was fantastic. Like yeah. and like we had Thanksgiving at my house. Like so all your family house. came? Yeah, but we have so much leftovers. Like, I've literally eaten macaroni and cheese, <laughs> yams, and ham yesterday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then today for breakfast. Not breakfast. <laughs> Not the breakfast. <laughs> because I'm like, why would I, like, waste my groceries I'm, like I need for next week? Yeah. Like, my, during my work week? I'm just keep eating this till it's gone. Like, we got a lot of food left over. Keep eating it till you turn into a yam. I feel it, though. It's good, though. I took some food from my people's house, too. But, I mean... I don't know. It's kind of already been eaten. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the food was good too. This year, you know, I am slowly getting into, not slowly, but just, I told you with like <laughs> veggies. I just had to try them mm-hmm. again. If I didn't, y'all don't know this growing up, I did not eat vegetables. So becoming an adult, I had to like figure you out what I, them. yeah, like figure out which ones that I like. Some, I had like greens this year and they're really good. Greens are so good. They were good as, as fuck, actually. Mm-hmm. My grandma made these really good-ass green beans. Like, she seasoned them really good. I was like, oh, Lord. Greens are great. Eat your veggies, kids. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get things started yeah. with our wins and losses of this week. Uh, I guess I'll just go first. Yeah, you can then. go first. So, my win of the week is the fro is back. Took my hair down. And um, my hair actually grew a lot. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Brittany, thank you for taking care of my hair. But yeah, took my hair down, took forever, but got things done and the fur was back. Loss is, I wouldn't even really call it a loss, but I guess it's like a, a little wee bad news, whatever, is that I went ahead and announced that I am no longer a part of Neo Curly and I decided to step away for my own reasonings, which I will not get into because in any of business. <laughs> but. Just know that ain't the last, uh, you know, Beverly Coleman businesswoman or whatever. But, you know, some things just don't work out and it is mm-hmm. what it is. But I guess that's like my a little wee. But, yeah, I decided to step away from the old curling song. Yeah. All right. So, for me, my win. Okay. So, I was in charge of macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. It was yeah. good. I got no complaints. So, I was a little bit nervous because, you know, if someone messes up the macaroni and cheese, it's very awkward. You're shamed. Yeah, it's very, it's very it's shameful. Awkward. Like, because everybody's going to be like, who made this? And, like, I don't want to get that look. Mm. But everybody's been loving it, so I'm happy. So, I feel like from now on, I'm going to be making macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is so important in a black household. Yes. Like, it's, it's, like, the, it's up, like It throws off the, the vibe. A little bit. <laughs> it throws off everything. Um, my L... Honestly, I thought 
So today we was kind of locked outside just now trying to get into the studio. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was not going to be an episode three this week because... Say for a second, I was like, ah, oh, we even had to go out. Yeah, so the building was locked and it's, of course, it's like seven. It's a little yeah. bit later. Um, and so, it's daylight saving, so it was yeah, dark as There was like outside. no one at the front desk, so we were like... <laughs> but and it was raining. We got in. And that's... Rain is anti-black girl when it yeah. comes to our hair. <laughs> The sad was kicking in. What is it? The seasonal oh, disorder. disorder. Yeah, we was if outside. You, if you listen to episode one, <laughs> we was outside looking like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. But we here. Time. We here. All right. Is it Black Business Time? Mm-mm. You got uh, a song in the movie. Oh, okay. You want to go first? <laughs> I forgot. I'm yeah. just beta. Oh, yeah. To yeah, show yeah, my black business. You're right. Okay, so we can start with song. Do you have your song? Yeah. I'm about to say the thing is in the middle. Hold on, I'll get it up. I'm pulling it up. Oh my. Sorry for the awkward break, y'all. So my song is Unstoppable by Corinne Hawthorne. So this is a gospel artist. Like honestly, her music sounds a little bit R and B. So I'm going to play. So I, I play this song, you know, when I need a little pick me up, like my mood is down. So I play a little snippet. Okay, classic. Okay, classic. Okay, classic. Okay, classic. They told you that you couldn't do it because you're washed up. Ain't like them bad girls that you should get your salsa. But I got this plan and you might not understand I'ma go hard as I can And I'm gonna be the boss of it Just watch me do this, put no limits, only swag on it Walk right up to the front where I belong and brag on it Just a little snippet What's it called again? It's called Unstoppable by Corinne Hawthorne Okay, the so name she, sounds familiar She's a gospel artist, but her music is very R&B Oh, okay, okay That's okay. why I like it because like I feel like it speaks to like the keys Yeah, you know? it or, does like, for sure no, like younger I mean, like 20s below mm-hmm. or whatever, or maybe even early 30s and below. So, yeah, I like, um, like, a beat. You know, like, it's kind of like just with the modern, I guess, like, times. I feel like it'll get younger people to want to listen to it yeah, more or receive it in out. a different way. For sure. She has a lot of uh, songs like that, gospel songs, but R&B vibes. R&B vibes. Okay. So, for me, this is a song that I like to listen to. It puts me in a good mood. Makes me happy. It's an Ariana Grande song, of course. And it is, hold on, let me pull it up. Just like magic. Oh, it's yeah. like the, it's like about like manifesting good things for yourself, like believing in yourself and yeah, like manifesting good things for yourself. So you get it. Just like magic, just like magic. Middle finger to my thumb and then I snap it. Just like magic. 
okay. But yeah, that song always like puts me in a good mood. I feel like it's one of them songs that make me randomly like not believe in myself, but just like, you know what? You can do this. Yeah, you can do this good. Okay. So it's just talking about like putting self-care. I feel yeah. like, like she's like meditation, like writing songs and stuff like that. And then like, what she said, just like magic, yeah. like manifesting things for yourself, like do keeping you positive, for you. keeping positive thoughts and positive energy. So that's why I really like that song. Love you, Ariana. Right. <laughs> Movie time. So, Movie. Movie well, TV show. show. So I have been watching Scandal this week. So okay, I've never actually. It's like, good. I'm actually rewatching Scandal. it, and it's still good. It's starting to see all these episodes before. <laughs> it's still good. So, um, yeah, Scandal is good. It has seven seasons. I'm on the seventh. Oh, I've been literally wow. rewatching Scandal for like two, three months. Like I've really been taking my time. Mm. Um, it's a lot to go through, but if you're looking for a good storyline, drama, action, and seven all that, seasons is a good like yeah. length. When it comes to shows, when and they give you like two or three. It's like, on Hulu, and okay. it's like one of those shows that's like it's complete, it's done. So you'll get to like get closure, you know. So <laughs> versus waiting on a new yeah. season, yes, because it. Um, I've been thinking about rewatching How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, yeah, because that show is just so good. It bro. is. I was thinking about it too because I'm actually on an episode. It's like a crossover episode. Yeah, yeah. And How to Get Away with Murder. I'm like. It made me miss because they had show. one on uh, how to get away with murder mm-hmm. too when she came helped with like the Supreme yeah. Court stuff. So yeah, that's it's the same thing on Scandal. I need to watch uh, Scandal. I've never actually just sat. I like seen it's random good. episodes, but I never actually like it's sat the same there and watched vibes it. It's how to get away with murder. I kind of figured. Is it written by the same person? I think so. Okay, that's about to say. I think Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's written by the same person. For me, my show of the week is Black Lightning. So they oh, just put the uh, newest season on Netflix. So I went ahead and watched it. I like watching Black Lightning because it's like it's cool to see like black, black superheroes, superheroes basically and they're like good people, they're helping out. And of course they add in like the struggles of, you know, black life and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I do like watching Black Lightning. I'm not gonna lie, the first season was a little corny. Just a little bit. And the acting was a little eh. It got better. But it got better. It's like every cause I feel the same way about Greenleaf. The first, Greenleaf mm-hmm. is a good show and the the storyline, like I feel like every season just got better and better. That first season was a little, the the acting mm-hmm. and everything was a little like it was a little cringe. I ain't gonna lie, but it got better. And I feel like the same thing with Black Lightning. Like storyline just gets stronger, acting and the flow of the show just get better. But it mm-hmm. is really cool seeing like black superheroes. And I be laughing at Tobias because he's like Tobias making, he's like funny. Uncle Ray Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. He's like Loki racist against black people and he black, but he's albino. So he he just I don't know. A villain for sure. He'd be saying some of the most like, like racist. Yeah, things. he'll be like Black Lightning. You black, m- monkey lip heavy. Yeah. He'd be like dang. <laughs> I be yes. trying not to laugh. I'm like God. He says he so. literally hates black people. Literally he black. black. <laughs> just like good lord. But um yeah, Black Lightning. I just finished. Remember the we seen new him. Season. We seen Tobias. Yeah, we did. We randomly in the seen summer him. walking down the street. Deep of course, Ellum. I was afraid to say hello. His his character is scary as. <laughs> It's a hell it's, it, yeah, it's like his character is like it's very much villain. Like he hate everybody for sure. Yeah, we randomly did see him this summer because yeah. I was like, "Is that Tobias?" Well, <laughs> don't even <laughs> don't even know his brother. Is that Tobias? I know that ain't who I think it is. But yeah, we did randomly see him this summer. Just a random in Deep Ellum. We was Sunday Fun Day. And we just ah oh. mm-hmm. continues to go to the Harlow. <laughs> but yeah, so Black Knight Nun is my show, and I just finished it and. Last season, I haven't the way, finished the last season yet. Yeah, last season it was cool. It was just like there was. Um, I just wasn't feeling like Jennifer's storyline. Jennifer mm-hmm. is the, the youngest, youngest sister. daughter. 
the her storyline of the the last season, I wasn't really. It was weird, and it honestly, it made. I mean, they tried to tie it, but it to me, it was just it could have been left out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like the her, whatever she had going on, like it just kind of I don't know. It was weird. So, other than that, it was cool. But I just wasn't feeling the storyline that they had going for Jennifer. But other than that, cool. Still love you, China McLean. 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 Yeah. All right. Now let's get into some black excellence. Okay. <laughs> I'll go first. Yeah, so, so we can pop if these If you're bottles. looking uh, at us on YouTube, you'll see we have the Black Girl Magic. This is a sparkling wine. So before we pop the bottle... I want to give um, just like a background background story on the wine. So two sisters, it's um, I'm gonna look it up on Instagram. Hold on, I gotta find their names. I don't. It's like Elaine. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> no, no, I just had it. <laughs> I'm joking. Because they call themselves the McBride sisters, mm-hmm. but I want to like shout them out individually Visually. by name. If that makes sense. So they are the McBride sisters. So one of them grew up in California, and the other one grew up in New Zealand. They just met in 20, 20, 2005. So they didn't even know they were sisters. They're not really together. I was going to say. Yeah. So it's there. Robin and Andrea. Okay. So even though they didn't grow up together, they both had a love for like wine. Okay. So that was something like they had in common. So um, over time, the McBride sisters has grown into what is not only the largest black owned wine company in the United States, but one of the most inclusive, accessible, socially aware, and sustainable wines. That's what they said on the website. I'm just kind of giving y'all yeah. a little background. So this bottle was $25. So it's very very much affordable. Yes, um, very much. I've had the red wine. Mm-hmm. This is my first time trying a sparkling wine. And it was pretty um, like um, bitter, but not like in a, a distasteful way. But it's a red way. wine, but it was, right? it was a red wine, yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I got that. I think I already said this. I got this from Target. But you can go to their website. And look at all the wines they have. They even have wine recipes and just like Ooh. drink recipes. You can go on the website and see what store near you has it. I'm looking at the Instagram. Okay, I see them. But yeah. So I'm going to pop it now. Yeah, shout out to the Mubra. That's so interesting how they found each other. I wanted, They did not have the details on the website. I'm literally... Okay, I was thinking I feel like they adoption. do have a video. But um, I'm sorry, popping champagne, but it'll skirt. I feel like I'll be fine, but you know, sometimes the cap has a. I was about to say, you might want to put your hand on so it, won't mind of its own. Yeah. No! <laughs> the okay. intense builder. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Okay. No, y'all, one time Nia popped some champagne and it literally bounced off her, uh, her glasses. glasses. It literally like <laughs> you're so, like kind of have PTSD, <laughs> but somebody got to get the job done. Not be always volunteering you. I just feel like I was too scared to do that. I can do everything else but pop. All champagne. right, I'm gonna give you some. Okay, champagne. Oh yeah, I go over my black excellence by she pouring me up. Okay, so mine is a local company. Let me show y'all. I actually got the hoodie on. Right. Here. Okay, but um. He said what? Oh, yeah, duh. Let me show y'all the back, too. Oh, Lord. I'm struggling. All right. In the back, it says check on your strong friends. In the front, it says mental wealth. But the company is Blase & Co. And it is by my dear friend, Shedrick. What's up, bud? But um, he's a Dallas-based person. But basically, uh, most of his, like, t-shirts, it's t-shirts and hoodies, sweats type thing. And it's centered around 
uh, mental health, basically. And on most of his, uh, like, the designs on the back of the shirt, it says, check on your strong friends, check on your strong homies. And it's just kind of like, you know, just in around mental uh, health, people being, you know, more comfortable and uh, confident in talking about it. And also just a reminder that we all be going through it mm-hmm. as well. And it's just like, you you know, you have your people who always joke. They seem like they ain't never got a worry in the world, but it's like they got their things going on, too. So I feel like it's also a reminder to just make sure you check upon your people, no matter how happy they seem. Because we all done been in a position where we pretended to be like okay. better than what we were. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so you can check it. Uh, Instagram out. It should be just Blase Co. Let me double check. Hmm. But I forgot to mention. So if you want to learn more about the McBride Sisters, it's literally McBrideSisters.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you look them up website. on Instagram, McBride Sisters. Yeah. But yeah, take a look. it's the Blase Co. But um, yeah, it's got some really good, like, cool hoodies, uh, graphic tees, sweat, like, matching sets, but black owned uh, by a young black man. But it's Blase and Co. Check them out. All right. And it's very comfortable. You ready to try this out and yes. give our review? Ding, ding. Think, think. That is tapping it down. This is not a shot. Mm. Kind of reminds me of apple juice, honestly. Like a, a little bit. Got like a the vibe of it. It is sweet. Let me read. It's the, definitely a sweeter champagne for sure. It's good though. I don't even need no uh, juice. I don't even need no juice. So it's thirteen percent alcohol. This is a seven hundred fifty fifty milliliter bottle. This is called Black Ma- Black Girl Magic Sparkling Brut. <laughs> brut brut. Our debate <laughs> last time. Is it brut or brut? So it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So support the sisters. It's good. It's though. pretty cute too. So maybe buy for a gift for your wine lovers. Bring oh, it. Bring it to yeah. your next holiday party. Y'all having y'all little Christmas gatherings yeah. with your friends. You Definitely might need bring it. two bottles because between the two of us, I mean, it's almost gone. So yeah, but these these are little cups. Just yeah, it's about this. Well, I, they wide though. Imagine yeah. like a regular champagne. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. skinny. But it's it's good though. Like and. I like the little bubbles, the little fees. The little bubblies. Bubblies. Okay. All right. So today we're going to kind of switch it up. We're going to have yeah. the same segments. We're going to kind of do a different order just to see how we feel about it. Yeah. So y'all let us know. So first, we're going to start off with lifestyle today. So today in lifestyle, we would like to talk about red flags and green flags. With but with friends. friendships. So I feel like a lot of people do harp on. You kind of can throw that in with your family too. Low key. You can throw it in with family as well. Because family is like friends that you don't mm-hmm. choose basically. But um, yeah, family and friends. But uh, just remember that not only is it important to recognize like healthy habits and healthiness in your relationships mm-hmm. romantically, but also platonic as well. relationships that you have with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like those people. Are your people too? So it's not even hard. So much spend a lot of time with your friends. So exactly, and your family. So and also, you don't want to surround yourself with people who are not good for you, like because mm-hmm. you're not recognizing these things, or you know, like I said, you're just so focused on relationship. So you want to start red, red flags or green flags first? Let's start off with red. Get real the quick. get the nasty out get the way. Get the nasty out the way. All right. So first red flag in a friendship is. Your secret hater fans. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Yeah. Can so t- tell me about it. Tell me about it. So basically, your friends that are not supportive of your accomplishments, successes, businesses, like the good things you got going on for yourself. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know if like I feel like we all can relate to a certain extent of like all these red flags and green flags, but basically a friend that every time you tell them something good about yourself, it's just kind of like a oh okay, mm-hmm. or like let's say like okay, me and Mia both like have businesses or whatever. Like one thing that my friends all do is they all know that I'm an influencer, right? So like me posting content is work. Literally, all of my whole friend group will go and repost it on Instagram. Oh, like, you know, check out Bev's new post. Oh, like, oh, Bev, da 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 They're bringing light to the post because they know this is my work. So yeah. they're, like, supporting of my business, which is Curly Bevy. And same thing with Mia. Mia posts about bands and brunch or she posts her content or things she got uh, going on with her training things. And we all go and we repost it because... That's what good friends do. Yeah. You want to be supportive Supported. of that whatever That was one of my red flags, too. I basically said the same thing. Yeah. Not supporting accomplishments, successes, or businesses. Yeah. So you just got to make sure you watch out for that. Like, when you tell your friend, I not feel like you can feel it. Like, the you energy. The negative energy. That's what said, like, that yeah. hater energy. You just see what they do. Or, like, let's say you have a business and you have actual products. Mm-hmm. Are your friends buying it? Yeah, or they just ask for free stuff. All yeah, the time. are they asking for free stuff? That's a... Are they asking free stuff? Because I see that. Like, oh, you going to give me something for free? I, like, yeah. I've never asked for Neo Curly stuff literally, for free. I've always wanted to buy it because it's like, like you, it's putting money in your you, pocket, Holly you know? K, literally all my friends would go and buy Neo mm-hmm. Curly. Like, I don't, I can't think of a time. Like, if I had something random and yeah. I was just like, here, you know, you can have it. But as far as y'all actually coming to me and be like, oh, babe, give me something for yeah, free. And I'm I want just the like, customer experience. <laughs> I literally go on and like the website and just like I'm anyone else. Yeah. I don't expect. And I was like, like even my mom goes yeah. on there by. So it's just like you. It's honestly the people that's usually asking me for something for free. I'm not even close to them like that. They like a friend of a friend, or yeah. they kind of just know me because uh, association with somebody else. And it's just like got a lot of nerve asking mm-hmm. me for free stuff. But um, yeah, so just watch out for how people react to your accomplishments, um, or even like we have our friends that. Don't have like a more, I guess, online presence like mm-hmm. we do, like uh, like Holly. You know when she said she passed her test, yes. and Man, like Amanda's we're all like in yes. medical school. Yeah, Amanda's in medical school, and like Kaken when she had she got her sings, job with the teacher, yeah. and she sings, and it's just like we just steadily encouraging Everyone, each other and yeah. what we do. And when somebody puts something good in a group message, we're all like, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. emphasize, like, emphasize love, yeah. love, love, like yes, like Showing we love. make sure we show love because we all are very proud of our friends. We all do very much different things mm-hmm. than the next person does but i mean like like I said i think we've all experienced when you tell a friend something mm-hmm. they're just like ah. and it's like so watch out for the ones that aren't very supportive yeah. or they give off that hater and it's like like me i said you can feel it you can definitely feel that that hater Ugh. so okay. watch out for What's that. another one of your red flags i'm just going by uh, on my list mm-hmm, because i agree with all of them oh uh, okay so not respecting boundaries yes so, so that can be really anything. Yeah, b- boundaries is a very yeah. vague thing for it's, it's so many different type of boundaries. But that, if you told your friend how you felt about something, like let's say for this is this is not us, but just say like if we were like out and someone wanted to go home mm. and one person is like, Well, I don't wanna go home. Yeah. It's like, but I rode with you <laughs> kind of thing, or like, Oh, I told you I didn't want to be out this late because I have to work. Mm-hmm. Um, type thing and just like you're still like trying to force that person to be almost out. being like respectful yeah. to your friends as well and it's just kind of like it come with communication but um, like I said if your friend tell you hey I don't like this or I'm not feeling I'm not this, comfortable with this or yeah I'm not I'm uncomfortable with this you can't 
force them. You can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do or think a certain way or things like that. So that's where communication uh, communication comes into play. But there are so many different type of boundaries out there. That's you know like uh, or even like one thing that I see not again with our friendship, but I have experienced myself is the boy crazy friend that brings you. I was just about un- to say uh, that that brings you an uncomfortable situation with niggas or like the the friend is. Always bringing the men around, like they always yeah. want to be around the men. Because I There's used to have a friend. There's nothing wrong with being boy crazy, but it's just like when your friend's not with it, then don't. Or it's like you, they put you in these awkward situations that you ask them not to, or these uncomfortable situations. Like, hey, um, I just want to be you and me. Like, let's say, okay, like, hey, I just wanted to be you and me tonight, or like, oh, well, I don't be comfortable when you invite so and so and so and so over, whatever. And then you invite them over anyways anyway. after them t- after a friend telling that's not respect. And I cut off a friend before for being like too boy cr- and I was like I can't do it because you keep putting me in too many like bad and, and uncomfortable situations yeah. that I have told you a million times before I I can't this I can't do it so it's like eventually it's like well you're not a good friend because I have told you a million times that I am not comfortable mm-hmm. and you do it anyways for your own benefit so it's just like you got to go I have another example once okay. again not us or our friends or like let's say like we're going somewhere and the person that's driving decided to smoke Mm-hmm. or drink while they're driving and you yeah. would ask them can you not <laughs> like literally smoke weed in the car while you're driving one it's not legal oh yeah like, like, like you know if you, you get pulled a... over like we're all in trouble yeah or like can you just wait till we get to where we're going stuff like that so it's just like boundaries most of the time i feel like at least in our friendship we are very open for the most part about what our boundaries are what we like what we don't like mm-hmm. things we not and i feel like also just as a friend you just catch on to the things your friends yeah, like you and know, don't if like if you either. are paying attention like yeah. I, I know how i can literally make you feel uncomfortable yeah if i, I like, like just wanted you. to do it you know not that i would so just kind of like watching your friends too just but like you pick up on mm-hmm. if you're close enough like, like yeah she would be like nah to this yeah like, exactly so it's be. like you you probably know but most of the time you have conversations about it too but yeah, so respecting boundaries and and if you hate the boundaries so much, then just don't be friends with that yeah. person. Then if you can't do it, okay. Number three, three, choosing boyfriends and or significant others over friendships. Yeah, so like this can be another one of those things. Probably depend on the friendship yeah. and you know how it go. But it's like um, I don't know. I mean, personally, I have stopped being friends with somebody that basically like just diss the whole friend group mm-hmm. for a guy so it's just kind of like it but it's like i feel like that's a build-up mm-hmm. to get to that's it not like happen when y'all first get together oh it's like over time um, it's like you never see them you never talk to them you never whatever so it's like like i said i've had a friendship that kind of just went south just mm-hmm. because it's like it's a build-up over time and it was just like then the only time like you would want to talk to the group is when the boyfriend wasn't around or yeah so it's just kind of like you get to a point you're like i actually don't want to be friends with you no more because at this point you just using me for whenever it's convenient for you or when you bored basically when you bored you know it's your boyfriend and now so it's just kind of like and it can be hurtful because it's just like i mean i knew you before this person so when they do mess if they do mess up if y'all do if y'all don't work out you know then you're gonna be like hey i want to spend time with you but it's it's just like, like and at that point, I'm the like, friendship could be tarnished or yeah. it's just like, or it just won't be the same because people, some people aren't good at balancing significant others and friends. Again, 
romantic relationships are not the only important relationships in your life, especially when you have like really close friend groups and family Mm -hmm. and things like that. So something that I always, always try my best to do is give everyone some of my time mm-hmm. obviously when you when your friends are in relationships we know y'all you might get your boyfriend living more time you know whatever because it you know just how it is you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with this person but it's like never like really seeing your friends and talking to them or just like like you only come around when the significant other is around doing something else or yeah you know? and it's just like you just hear out of boredom yeah. and it's well i guess i go hang out with them yeah that's um, how well, it feels even if you don't try to make it feel like that yeah so that's how it like, looks yeah exactly so finding that healthy balance between a significant other and your friendships as well is super important so but like i said that's something that's very much a, a build-up it's not like because everybody know when you somebody when people first get there they go through the little cupcake phase or all up into each other you know whatever it's like okay but it's just like over time, it'd be like, damn, I don't never talk to you. Mm-hmm. We don't never see you unless that person messed up or they not around. And it's just yeah. kind of like at this point, you chose what you wanted to value most. And that's on you. Yeah. But I'm going to keep on Yeah, you have the moving. freedom to choose whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's just like that's Like on you don't you. have to. I'm not giving you an ultimate on doing that. you know, there's, there's some consequences that do come with you cutting off, cutting out people. Mm-hmm. For a, a person, one person, because it's like mm-hmm. you got this whole supportive group of people, and you just kind of them mm-hmm. off of one person. Then it's like, well, when that one person is gone, now I feel like we've all probably had some type of experience where people kind of have like just kind of thrown you aside for one person, and then it's over, and then mm-hmm. they're like come back, or are they trying to play like victim about the situation? Yeah. It's like, ah. and I don't think people, some, some depending on the person, I don't think all people that do that do it on purpose. Yeah, but it's like sure. it's so hard, especially for me, like if like to communicate that because I'm like the friend that's always single, mm-hmm. so I, like I never want to come off as like bitter mm-hmm. or hating. So I literally don't say nothing because I feel like that's how it's gonna come off. Because like I don't know, I just feel like. That's gonna be like the first dig. If they don't, yeah. if they not, if they don't understand me, like, well, you just don't understand because you're not in a relationship. Yeah, like I've had that said to me before, mm. like with the old friends. So I feel like it made me like not want to talk about it anymore because it's just like that's rude, honestly. And I feel like some people just get defensive when you do try to yeah. tell them about themselves, or just like if they're doing something that's not making you feel good, or you know, if they're not the best looking in the light at the moment. And I feel like people get defensive and yeah. be like, well. One, so two, three, like and it's just like... Eh. That kind of did, like, back then hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So it made me, like, don't, I don't want to speak up because if that's what's going to be... And, but that's just, like, a situation. I don't want to, like, kind of put everybody in the same category, but that... It but, is difficult trying to talk it's, to it's a hard friend talking about, about relationship. It's like, especially if, like, one is single, one is yeah, not Yeah, you don't want to make them feel like you don't support them. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah. but let me tell you how it's I'm so feeling hard. about our... So it's it's a very like awkward area to try to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel that. But overall, some people do just blatantly like choose their significant others over their friends. Like they just act and I like, feel like they know deep down that too. And it's just are they so like blind you have about to whatever? know that you have not talked to your friends. You got to, you got to. But it's like then again, some people just don't care and they just worried about what they got going on. But it's just at the end of the day, remember you are gonna have to face some consequences yeah. when the time come that if you did choose this person and to shut out everybody else you can't can't get upset yeah. when if you try to come back and everybody like Ying. so just right. try to find that healthy balance yes. if you have a significant other you know if you really value them friendships 
All okay. right, next. Not having the same morals and standards. That's a biggie for me because... Big red flag. Big red flag. Just because I cannot be around people. We not... Growing. We not here. but it's, Yeah, it's just kind of like... Everybody have different views on stuff and... That's okay. But it's like... I don't know. Like, I personally wouldn't be friends with somebody that's super homophobic. Yeah. Or something like that. Because it's just like... Well, we clearly, there's going to be a lot of, mm-hmm. also, like, I just feel like you ain't right. So, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, it's kind of hard to be friends sometimes with people who have different, like, set morals and standards because I feel like just not on the same yeah page with a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I don't know, because I feel like we've all, like, our friend group has always had the same type of morals and standards. And not saying, yeah. like... Someone else's morals or standards are better than someone else's. Yeah. But the way somebody lives and thinks is very important. Yep. So you just don't want to be, like, uncomfortable or caught up. Like, let's, for example, let's say, like, you know how some women, like, use men for money mm-hmm. when they date and stuff? And, like, we're a friend group, like, that's kind of, like, not our mindset when we yeah. are dating. But, like, what if it was? And that was just kind of, like, all we you all. thought about. And that's that's just your goal was trying to find someone with money. Like, that's your come up. That's how you're trying to grow. Like, I couldn't be friends with someone like that because mm-hmm. I want my, we want our own money, you know, yeah. we want to grow, like, in our careers, in our personal life, mm-hmm. like, not that way, you know? Or, yeah. like, the whole, like, I'm looking for, like, a athlete or a <laughs> rapper type of thing, like, to have, like, trap them. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be. Like, groupie type. Yeah, I couldn't be friends with someone like that. saying it, like, talking down on them, but just, like, that's not what I'm going to be doing. So, it's just, like, how can we be friends if you're not getting that's what you're doing? Stamp. Yeah, and I'm not. And it's, like. What we, what we gonna talk about? Literally, it's like we are not on the same page. Because I'll be like, I don't know if that's a good way to you do it. Sure? And you're gonna be like, girl, yes, it is. It's just like either you're gonna pull me into that yeah. life with you, or like we're gonna be beefing yeah. about it, or like I don't know. It's just stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like morals and standards to a certain extent. It's like, okay, we just, but I feel like for the most part, you probably won't even become like real life yeah. besties with somebody. Who's not on the same page as you? Because I feel like we all maybe different in our like personalities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as the stuff that we kind of like believe or whatever, we pretty much be on the same page. And I feel like if it is a point where we not, we'll have a conversation about, about it. And it's and not even like an arguing or anything. Like it's more just talking. Or if we feel like somebody was like, all right, that was no fucked up what you did or what you said, mm-hmm. then we'll tell them why type thing. But it's not like we all just one person completely over here. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't care if it sounds bad. I personally would not want to be just besties with somebody who was like a rah rah Trump supporter. Oh, because yeah. that's awkward. W- yeah, that's awkward. So it's just like or a scammer. <laughs> or a scammer. Scamming people. Yes, you want them on Instagram. Yeah. Scamming people for uh their cash apps and stuff. Yes, one of them. So it'll just be like certain stuff. I'll be like, eh, I just I'm too 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 pro black to be like just like I of course you run into people that are transporters. You can go to somebody and talk to them at the grocery that was store. Me last you wouldn't even know. But it's just like as far as like choosing to really be around this person. Yeah. No, so it's just like some things just Yeah, me not clicking. I was living in a conservative town, so oh, yeah. all of my coworkers and just people I was around just automatically kinda supported Trump. So it was nothing I could do about it. If I could choose, this is like a tangent. I'll have chose of course not to be around the foolery, but yeah. So that's something that I kind of would be like, eh, you know, because 
Can't do it. I'm trying to think. I don't have really, really any deal breakers that I'm just thinking of that I'll be like, Mm-mm, I can't be friends with her. But it's it's like I said, most of the time, I feel like I, don't, I wouldn't even think to be close with that person. Yeah. But it's like if you do, you know, whatever. Then last, lastly, we just put messy, messy and, and toxic. toxic. One thing I cannot do is a super, super, super messy person. I don't want to sit there and gossip about people all day. I don't want to talk. It's like everybody do a little gossip. Everybody doing a little talk about it. But it's just like some people, I... That's their personality trait. Yes. Like if that's your personality trait, I can't be friends with you. Yes, it's just like that's all the conversation is. Y'all can't talk about nothing else Like but talk about people. you. What do you got going on? Like why are we always talking about But I feel like when else? you hang around... Even if you're not initially, when you hang around messy and talk to people like that, you, you eventually become, become yeah. that. If we're being real, it's because just like you get you look sucked up into one day, it. you're like, "Damn, I'm a messy bitch." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just be careful of that. And then also, I feel like when you are friends with a messy person, messy and toxic, they always pull you into some bullshit that they got going on. They drama of mm-hmm. because uh, I feel like messy toxic people always into it with somebody. Yeah, always. And I feel like you just gonna be forever fighting for you and your friend's life because mm-hmm. this person Possibly. is this way. And also, they're dragging you into their drama as well. They're literally, but you know, you're a friend, so you're like, I gotta be on my friend's side. I gotta mm-hmm. help them. But it's just like, I can't do the messy, gossipy, toxic, all that. Who said from time to time, everybody, you know, or pessimistic. Not too. Like everything, person. you just suck the light and laughter and joy. Yeah. Out of every single thing that I, I didn't even know some things could get the light sucked out of it like yeah, you know like, just you hate the world so much yeah, it's just that like, type of energy is like brings it's the, contagious it can sure. be it's like for me if i'm around that type of energy i don't i want to say that like, it gets on me i just get very like man like yeah, i don't want to like well over fucking get yeah. in and just it gets man. very awkward yeah so watch out for the messy toxic friends they will be always in drama i again have dropped Talking somebody because people. All they they was just missing. I was like, bro, I can't do this because everywhere you go, there's drama that follows you. I cannot, and my life is pretty peaceful. Yes, or the friends that like to fight in the club. I'm sorry, I cannot be your friend every time you go out out and you fight. Even to simple establishments, you're soberly trying to fight. Well, my daddy ain't. It's like, girl, I can't, or she didn't say trying to be like a Karen, okay. a Karen everywhere we go. It's just like, bro, I can't relax. Like, uh, it's like friends are always on 10. You always on 10. You always on. Why she look at me mode. like that? And it's girl, like, anybody looking at you? Literally, she has something in her eye. What's wrong with you? So, yes, the friend that usually goes with the messy and toxic, the friend is always fighting. Look, because it, look, I ain't trying, I'm not gonna lie, I ain't trying to fight. Okay, I came here to get drunk, have a good time, be yes, cute, and, and sip, and keep it moving. I didn't come here to be boxing like three different girls. All. And it's just like, you know, like I said, you want to help your friend, you, but yeah, it's like, God. I would prefer you not to at yes, least ask me. Don't be that friend that every time you hey, know, they'd be like, well, let's have a good night tonight. Like, don't be that friend because that's not fun. Eventually, you'll lose your friends that way. Yeah. Like, always wanting to fight. Because now Nobody fighting equals jail time. Okay, we grown. You want yeah. to fight now. First of all, people press charges on you. I'm not getting caught yes. up in that. And same all, people be shooting, they be hurting people and stuff too. This ain't high school no more. People really be hurting folks, so it's just like there's some major consequences come behind there. Mm-hmm. So you got that, you that friend that always find relax. You too old for that shit. All, all right. right, green flags, lighten the mood a little bit. Green flags, so of course supportive. Yes, as we were saying before. Yes, I said my friends every time I 
post my content, no matter how extravagant it is or mm-hmm. how basic it is. They repost Guessing it and be like, yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Yes, Guessing literally all of my friends, they'll repost. Do the same with me when she posts her stuff. Or like yeah. even when she hold her bands and brunches. That's what I was saying. When y'all in. show up to my events, that really makes mm-hmm. me happy. Like I'm like, they and care. We're not asking to come me. for free. We yes, pay our thirty dollars. None to of my come. friends have asked me for a discount. Or even whenever you had your uh, online plans, remember I was paying. Yeah, like were... I was actually paying for them because I was just. I mean, this is my friend's business. I wanted yeah. to support it the best way I can. Or like my brother does music, and Tomasi do music too. They got a new single that's coming out. Or if we listen to it, you repost it. Y'all check it out. Audit. Like mm-hmm. it's really not that hard to support your friends, and I feel like naturally. You should want to, because these are your folks. You want to see them prosper. You yeah. want to see them do good. So, being a good supportive friend is green flag mm-hmm. always. All right. No, next one is allowing you to vent, and also gives you good advice after um, the vent session. So, I appreciate that a lot because yes. you know sometimes you just gotta like get it off your chest, and it's great to see someone or have someone that's like okay i'll listen to you versus mm-hmm. someone's like mm, girl i ain't trying to hear all that i'm not gonna yeah. lie to you you're bringing me down but just literally listening and then also giving me good advice and, I, and that advice is gonna like hurt me or harm me or put me yeah. in a worse position you know but also just remember when you are wanting somebody to hear you being a good friend you also like hear them out as well mm-hmm. it's reciprocated so it's it like is reciprocated. don't be that friend that always come to your friends and Oh, uh, listen to me, listen to me. And then when it's time for you to listen to your friends, you, you kind of, you, yeah, you literally don't, are you not giving that same energy, but you always wanted somebody to listen to you. Because again, I have stopped being friends with somebody like that because you always coming to me about every, every, every problem. And me being a good friend, I'm like, okay, I mm-hmm. listen. Sometimes friends ain't even looking for advice. They just want somebody to, to hear listen, it. Yeah. yeah, to listen. And I do that. But it's like, when it came to me, it's kind of like, it was always giving the vibes of, I don't want to hear that shit right now. And it's just kind of like, okay. Like your shirt says, check on your strong friend. Uh, yeah, I have issues too, man. Yeah. But um, don't yeah, just use so, them and suck the energy out of them. Yeah, it's just like, that's, that's what being a friend is. Like, mm-hmm. these are people that you trust with information about yourself. You trust them, you trust that they will try to give you the best advice that they mm-hmm. can and bring you up and also that they'll be honest with you and what they tell you and yeah. things like that also being a good friend is when a friend is talking to you about their stuff not Agreeing i feel like that's not the time to be like brutally meanly honest yeah. like you can say what you got to say without it being like brutal as hell you can be honest without it because clearly this person is in a very vulnerable like place fragile yeah. place at the moment and even like let's say in a situation they are in the wrong or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they upset about. But you tell them like, nah, man. that is yeah. not, that's not, it's like you can relay their truthful information in a more helpful way that I feel like they will be more open and to receiving. And not breaking them down. And not breaking them down. That was our next worse. one. It was giving constructive criticism. Yes. That was good, our next green flag. Yeah. Good constructive criticism. Yeah. I want criticism. you to tell me when I'm wrong and tell me when I can do better. But of course, tell me in a constructive way, not to like tear me down and make me feel shitty. Exactly. But trying to help me literally help me grow and see like you know we all have blind spots and we do things we don't realize so, like really improving my self-awareness and mm-hmm. not making me feel yes, insecure yes basically. just trying to make a framework so it's like hey i've noticed this or you do realize mm-hmm. that you do one two three and as being a good friend you should be open to hearing those things mm-hmm. as well yeah not getting defensive and stuff because it's like most of the time a good friend is telling you this stuff they're telling you this because they care about mm-hmm. you not because they now, you might have some people that's always trying to critique, critique, critique. 
and them sound like them hater friends. Yeah. Watch out for them. So you gotta watch out for them red flags. You gotta watch out for them red flags. But um good friends like it's not like every day me and Mia giving Yeah, each but other if, constructive like, criticism. For example, if my makeup is fucked up, I want you to tell me. <laughs> or if my outfit is, I want you to be like, bro, you shouldn't wear that. I'm not gonna be like, girl, you just you don't really better than y'all for say, Oh, let me change, let me change. Uh, yeah. Like, let me fix honest, this eyebrow, let me fix this lash. You. I literally do it. Holly sometimes be putting way too much highlight on her nose. And I'll be like, Holly, let me help you out real quick. And she'll be like, ah. <laughs> and like, yeah, constructive like, criticism. Yeah, it's just like, next time, just do this or whatever. She'll be like, okay. Or like, even when it gets like to the deeper, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or like, oh, you know, you do uh, this. Like, the other day I was telling you about self-sabotaging happiness. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's something that I feel like you do sometimes. You don't intentionally yeah. do it. But it's like something good is happening to you. And you'll be like, like ah, no. Wait, uh, uh, and I'm like, stop yeah. it. No, I was just like, you didn't realize you do. You deserve happiness. You deserve yeah. good things. So it's just like that type of thing. Like you can be honest without being a, a asshole. Literally. If we being, if we being those real. people that be like, I'm just brutally honest. I'm just blunt. No, you're mean. Being blunt and being honest does not mean being a dickhead yeah. at the same time. It's all about the delivery. Yes. Honestly. Delivery is important. So if you go to your friends, like, hey, you know, it's tone. All that, but if you come in being like, girl, I don't even know that 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 that. You know, you be that shit is not cool. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's like, bro, come on. And then I guess it depends on the friendship, how y'all talk to each yeah. other as well. But it's like again, constructive criticism is supposed to be constructive, not criticism. Mm-hmm. Constructive. TC. Make All sure right. it's constructive. Next green flag is putting effort into spending time. Yes, I so, love that. I love a friend that. Be like, hey, girl, you want to do this? You want to do that? I'm like, of course, vice versa. Yeah, so it's just like, just like in a relationship where you have to put effort into quality time in a friendship, mm-hmm. you got to do the exact same thing, especially because we all grown now. We're not staying up in the dorms or going to the same school together mm-hmm. now that we have more distance between us. So it does take you make that time. more actual effort into hanging out with your friends. And it's like, no, of course, we don't see each other every day. Sometimes shit might see each other once a week, maybe every two weeks. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that because everybody got lives. But also with, I feel like coming quality time is just staying in communication. Station. You don't have to text all day, every day. Because I'm not going to lie to you. When people be online, be like, I have those friends where we can go months without talking. And then like, we'll be good. And I'm just like, how do you go months without talking to your mm-hmm. best friend? That don't make no sense to me. Like, we all get busy, but it ain't shit to send a text message. Be voice like, message. A voice how you doing. Shit, a, a call. A call something. Like, I just don't understand how you can go literal months without, without talking. To, yeah, without saying not one word. That shit don't make no sense to me. So, to me. I feel like it's like you both are avoiding or, or like, what's just, really going Jack, on. Jackie, I don't want to be friends. I'm going to just yeah. say that. Because I'm just like, how you go months? Like, like no communication. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, none. No, not a phone call, not nothing. And it's just like, you ain't that busy to where you can't send a text. So just putting in effort of communicating mm-hmm. and spending time with your friends is really important, especially in adulthood, because I feel like having those friendships will really be keeping them as strong as you can into adulthood is important when you start having a family, yeah. having kids and stuff, and you have those outside people to talk to versus just talking to your husband or wife or whoever mm-hmm. all day, your kids all day. And I feel like having, like, that social it's, life outside so of it helps. It's important to prioritize your social life. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. we all and want socialization. We all want solid good friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, I know me personally, growing up, my mom didn't have, like, friends like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she was always just stuck with us. 
And I feel like, of, of course, I would wanted to see her be with her friends mm-hmm. and things like that. But I don't know what happened, you know, when she started having kids and things like that. But I was like, damn, when I get older, I want to still be in communication with, with my friends. friends. And be, no, we ain't going to be able to hang out every day because clearly we have whole ass families at this point. But it's still just being able to talk to them, having those outside people that, mm-hmm. that you're close to. So, But it just, it, honestly, it takes effort on both ends when it comes to a friendship. I feel like within our friendship, we all equally, like, say, like, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's do that. We all equally, like... It's all equal effort. Init- yeah, it's, yeah, it's all we all equally initiate, like, hanging out or talking or mm-hmm. doing stuff together. It's not like... One person that's always and asking. And you can even be a group FaceTime call. Yeah, that We too. do that sometimes. We like, do. One of our friends lives in Edinburgh, which is eight hours from like Basically DFW. Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the border. Yep. So sometimes and then we got to do, Houston. Yeah, so so there are some we hours do that away from group us. FaceTime. We can go months without seeing them, but we do talk to them every yeah, week. Literally. At least once. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least um, once, once a week. week. But it's just hard because we have more distance now mm-hmm. than we did in college. But we do be talking to each other all we the time. Guys too. Guys too. But those are our red and green flags of friendships. Mm-hmm. So watch out for them friends. Friends, having a good friend is important. And also don't be afraid that to cut if, people off. To cut people off, honestly. And or have those difficult conversations. Yes, with your friends. To fix like, it. Yeah. So it's like I feel like if you value the friendship and or if you're like I feel like they could get this right, but I just need to have a conversation. And then it's like some people, it's like overall, they just not a good mm-hmm. friend. So you just like, eh, step away. Because me personally, what I usually do is I really don't even tell them. It's just kind of like we already distancing anyways because where well, you're not a good friend. So it's just like I feel like it makes me want to be around you less and less mm-hmm. and less to the point kinda where. Just fade off naturally. Yeah, it just kind of like naturally fade off. I feel like it's only been like one time where me and a person stopped being friends and it went like into beef mode weirdly mm-hmm. but other than that it's usually just kind of like i feel like it fades away naturally anyways and mm-hmm. then it's just kind of like Mark. so that's what that you gut do. feeling yeah that too it's just kind of like you just gotta i feel like you also just gotta be Face real with attention. yourself when you know with this person what purpose friendships is all about equal reciprocation like i'm giving you this you're giving it back to mm-hmm. me like we and it's just like when it's very one-sided friendships it's a no. And it's like, you said, don't be afraid to have no difficult conversations or cut people off, okay? They can get replaced. No, I'm just kidding. They can. Uh, everyone's replaceable. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So moving on to getting molded oh, by yes, Mir. Let me pull out my notes. Let her pull out her notes, y'all. All right, guys. So today, um, it'll be quick. I don't like to over- overwhelm y'all with information. Have to zoom in. My nose is a little. Okay, so today (laughs) I wanted to uh, talk about understanding your genetics. What's your body type? That's like the title of this segment. So I feel like uh, as a fitness trainer, a lot of people, I feel like you guys should know the role that like your genetics, your genetic makeup making up your body. Like, what is it? Because I feel like it really does influence your um, goal. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get deep into it. So, before creating a fitness goal for yourself, you want to know what your body type is. Your current body physique is a product of your genetics, what you eat, and your activity level. So, activity level just means, like, how much you're exercising. uh, Or if you just have, like, an active job, like, your activity Mm -hmm. level is, like, how you're active. That's, That's what that means. So, genetics are a major influence on your natural physique. So, how your body is going to be looking naturally. 
Um, so understanding your genetics, how your genetics responds to nutrition and exercise. I'll say it again. Understanding how your genetics responds to nutrition and exercise is essential when creating your fitness goal or just, you know, it's going to really influence what you do in the gym. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to talk about is called somatotypes. So um, you doing a, um, a blog. on yeah. it. This is my blog. I'm like, you know, okay, just talking about it again. So somatotypes and I'll spell it for y'all is S-O-M-A-T-O-T-Y-P-E-S. Somatotypes. These are categories of inherited body types that humans can have. So there are three, right? I'm going to go over all three. Um, this is not to put anybody in a box, but only to help you understand how your genetics, you know, mm-hmm. are, are going to play a role in your fitness journey. All right. So we'll go over endo is three. So number one is endomorph. So the common characteristics of an endomorph are going to be like round, naturally round, naturally curvy, uh, very hippie, wide shoulders, wide hips, so with this body type, you can let me give you all some real life examples. So think about um, Beyonce, mm-hmm. how she's very hippie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven Simone, mm-hmm. Ashley Graham. I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Ashley Graham, uh, Oprah, Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get try to give like a variety of different yeah. type of because uh, they are all not the same size. So yeah. you're just naturally curvy. Yeah. You're hippie. So with this body type, you can gain muscle mass and fat easily just depending on like what you're doing with your exercise so the struggles with this body type is it is very difficult to lose body fat it just kind of seems like it stays on no matter how much you do it will come off but that's how they feel um the body fat storage is actually more noticeable okay and you can easily put on body fat like i said before as well so it's hard to lose and it's also easy to put on so it can make it hard to stay lean um so some nutrition tips I would give an endomorph is to stay away from diets or just like nutrition habits that contain a lot of processed foods along with large amounts of sugar and fat. So that's literally eating out mm-hmm. all the time. Just y'all know what eating bad is. Yeah. I don't even have to go deep. Y'all know what eating bad is. Um, Some exercise tips is you want to make sure, like, whenever you're at the gym, you're doing cardio. So HIIT training it will be very, very beneficial to you. And also using a combination of free weights as well. So do you have any commentary on endomorph? No, I'm just listening. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's not to put you in a box. But it's just kind of like, if you know that you're naturally hippie, you're naturally curvy, what's not helping you is eating bad, eating mm. out, eating a lot of processed foods. If you kind of need more of an example of what a processed food is, Honestly, if you Google it, it'll you'll get more information. But it's just like eating not healthy, the opposite of healthy, um, eating really dirty. And so exercise so tips. Definitely again. like what? Fast foods. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like snack, like Debbie snacks, uh, chips. Like, okay, okay so okay. let me talk about it because maybe everybody, I just assume people know stuff and they don't. So sometimes we can even cook our own food and it'd be not clean mm-hmm. or unhealthy. So if I'm like, using hella oils mm. when i'm cooking if i'm like making or like a bunch of butter or something. and i'm adding butter everything mm-hmm. stuff like that like um we'll go deeper into clean eating versus like not mm-hmm. clean eating later but this is just to give y'all a little bit of perspective all right next body type ectomorph so characteristics you look naturally lean and slender you have a fast metabolism 
long and thin physique. So examples, mm-hmm. we got like a Usain Bolt, Kiki okay. Palmer, Gabrielle Union, Kelly Rowland, mm-hmm. Issa Rae. Okay. So they're just like naturally slim people. Mm-hmm. Their struggles, it's difficult for them to gain muscle and or fat. It's, it's hard. I have two clients who are naturally ectomorphs mm-hmm. and it's very hard. I want to say, say it's the, the struggle is hard for them to gain muscle, but it's just it's going to take time. Yeah. So uh, tips, nutrition tips is you have to be in a calorie surplus if you're trying to gain. So that just means eating more calories than your body needs to basically get that muscle mass in um that would be the most beneficial for a person that is an ectomorph you're naturally skinny naturally lean and you know it's very hard for you to put on weight you would have to eat more than you need um but eating clean yes of Um, course of course your calorie surplus should be unprocessed foods whole grains whole carbs um along with just like high quality protein sources and Mm. i'll go we're not gonna talk about it today but in the future, I'll let y'all know what that looks like. Um, exercise tips. You definitely want to engage in frequent weight training. Makes sense. Um, Makes because sense. you got to build too, that up. Too much yeah. cardio. you already small. So to put it in perspective, basically, like, if you overeat and you don't exercise, you get fat. Mm-hmm. You gain weight. But if you overeat clean and you exercise, you actually turn that into muscle instead. Okay. So that's basically like the type of mindset you want to have for your fitness journey. If I'm an ectomorph and I want to gain muscle mass, I know I need to be eating more than I do. When I do eat, it needs to be clean, it needs to be high quality protein. Um and it also I need to be not eating processed foods. Mm-hmm. Everything should be unprocessed. All right. Lastly we have mesomorph. So this is actually my body type. So the characteristics, naturally muscular, you're fairly lean with low body fat, you gain muscle easily, you lose weight easily as well. So examples, you got like a Jada Pickett Smith, Mm -hmm. Serena Williams, Sierra, Gabby Douglas. Mm -hmm. So those like kind of athlete bodies. Or maybe like somebody, probably like Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett, yeah. So the struggles is, honestly, we can't rely on our genetics to to keep us looking good we do still have to uh exercise mm-hmm. and and eat uh clean or i mean we can gain you can gain weight just because you're naturally mesomorph doesn't prevent you from like yeah gaining gaining weight um but the lack of exercise can lead to like muscle loss mm-hmm. um and weak joints so prone mm-hmm. to like arthritis and osteoporosis oh, wow. like over time and you know if because as a trainer especially my first job planet fitness i would get so many people who are naturally mesomorphs or ectomorphs but never thought they had to work out because, because they, they were naturally yeah, smaller, smaller people. and they stro- those those people that I met with struggled the most with weak joints that makes sense though because because they never you thought don't they think you have to put any to, effort in because I swear sometimes with the fitness industry I feel like now it's changing but back then especially because they these people are like wait 20 plus yeah. years older than me I'm talking to so it's all about if you don't look fit, you need to work out. That's kind mm-hmm. of the was like the vibe of like what More how, now it's like everybody everybody is, needs to yeah. work out. Kind of like a whole whole wellness thing. Like mm-hmm. you want to work out to stay healthy. Yeah. But I feel like back then maybe I'm just kind of like saying that just because how they how they all have talked to me, they never felt like they had to work out. And so now they're going to the doctor and their bones are weak. Mm-hmm. And they got osteoporosis and arthritis and stuff That's like crazy. that. So I'll kind of sum it all up. Um, this These categories are not meant to like define you. Like just because you're an endomorph doesn't mean you got to stay there yeah. forever. Like you can transform your body 
into like a mesomorphism. You can be mostly muscular. You can. Um, but just discovering what lifestyle adjustments that you need is going to work well with that body type. Uh, I feel like for you, I feel like your body, because you can also be both. So I feel like your body type was mesomorph and ectomorph. Mm-hmm. So you're naturally muscular and naturally lean and skinny. Mm-hmm. So like you got people, you could be in both. You don't have yeah. to, or you don't have to be just one. Like it's not set to define you, but like you now you know that yeah. you what you got to do to put some weight on. Yeah, exactly. You gotta be in the color surplus. Like, and you, I it's so weird because it's like I don't lose weight easily, but I don't gain it just mm-hmm. like super fast either. Like just I have like to put a, actual like a, effort. Like an ectomorph. Yeah, I have yeah. to put effort, weight training, things like that, calorie surplus into it. But I also, if I don't do that, I'm not just gonna like lose a bunch of, it takes mm-hmm. some time, time for yeah. me to start losing like fat so i definitely i could see me being like yeah a combination of both for sure so like nobody type of course is superior to the other one like we yeah. all come in different shapes and sizes you're all beautiful you know you but beautiful. unfortunately you cannot just change your your genetics you're literally we like have you seen a family who all of them are naturally small yeah seen a family and all of them are naturally a bit bigger like you literally are born with a set of characteristics. Like I can look at my mama and see we got the same type of like calf muscles. Yeah. Like, you know, like my mama is, I feel like she's like you, she's a mesomorph mm-hmm. and an endomorph. And so like I feel like and my dad is he's a mesomorph. So I feel like that's kinda like literally why I'm mm-hmm. built the way I am because of my parents' are genetics. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately we can't change our genetics, but we're gonna use the information that we learn to kind of help us in our fitness journey. So if I'm an ectomorph, I know I'm trying to gain. Yeah. I know, okay, let me eat enough versus me just doing just doing only strength training. Mm-hmm. You got to have to eat a little more. If I'm an endomorph, I know that I want to lose weight. And I know that I do put on fat easy. Okay, let me stay away from, like, that dirty eating. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie me. I can get away with eating bad and still looking good. Yeah. Just because of my genetics. Of course, over time, like I told y'all with my body type, that's going to change. Like if I did not work out and I just ate shitty, I'm going to like, you know, gain mm-hmm. weight. But like you don't want to rely on like I don't rely on my genetics to like make me be OK. If that makes yeah. sense. Or like my genetics are, is like rules my fitness journey. I'm a mesomorph, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to do anything. So I'm a naturally yeah. muscular. Like, no, I'm still going to put the work in. But just kind of like giving y'all some perspective of like how you use your body type so create a fitness goal based on your body type so let's say i'm a endomorph i want to lose weight okay i know that i need to like straight like i was saying before stray away from the processed foods Mm -hmm. and then i need to be doing like hit training and strength training um sometimes we look at other people on social media and think oh body goals they my Mm -hmm. body goals there's nothing wrong with admiring, admiring someone else's like physique but don't let the image of someone else dictate that goal. Like, you can mm-hmm. be looking at somebody. They have a completely just different body type than you do. Our friend Bria is a great example. I don't know if you listen to Bria, Bria but Bria is, I feel like from looking at her, she's she was naturally endomorph. Yes. And from I've seen pictures of her mom and her brother. Mm-hmm. They just are, like, bigger people. Mm-hmm. But she started working out, and now she is still thick. Yeah, okay she's but like, she's mesomorph now like so she her stomach's like and then it's but like she still got the hips booty. in the butt yeah. yeah so it's like she's in like y'all follow her her fitness page is brie brie we'll put brie it in beef, this, brie 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 fit so you yeah. can see her transformation from mm-hmm. literally this is like a prime example of like you don't have to just because you your genetics 
mm-hmm. like are one way you don't have to stay there mm-hmm. like yes she was endomorph at the beginning of her fitness journey she's worked and now she's literally mesomorph mm-hmm. like she is muscular but still has the curves mm-hmm. you know so that's just giving y'all like an example of how you can like move through these categories like i said before it's not a way to define you but a way to help you figure out, okay, based on my genetics, what do I need to be doing? What do I need to be eating? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's great. Thank you. I, like the, I remember when you wrote that article and I was reading and I was like, yes. Huh. Actually, we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, yeah. If y'all want yeah, yeah, like to actually read it, because I have a whole like chart. Everything I just read, mm-hmm. it's like in a, a blog that I made. So we'll put it in there in case y'all want to read some more. Yes. That was, that's really good information because I do feel like. Like I said, like people don't think about the actual genetic Genetics. makeup of when it comes to your body and how that's affected. Because my dad is naturally endomorph. Yeah, he's ectomorph. Yeah, he's, ectomorph. He's my small. dad is a really small yeah, person. Yeah, both of your parents are. Yes, both of my parents are both naturally small people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of transferred over to me and my siblings. Now, I do feel like Rod is changing his to be me- mesomorph. mesomorph. He's more muscular. He's put on weight, weight and like he's actually put weight yeah. on and i feel like me and my sister might naturally have it more than he does and he had to put in like work weight. He, had he had to put in work because you know rob yeah i was like really skinny he's been so, doing his calorie surplus he has and he's been in the gym in, like he's been there yeah. lifting but i feel like me and dorothy may not have to put on dorothy's my sister by the way well, i'm just saying names but uh me and dorothy don't have to put in as much effort mm-hmm. as him so i feel like but both of my parents are naturally small Mom, people yeah. like especially my dad he's really tiny <laughs> but yeah I, so I feel like the same way it just kind of transferred over to us but mm-hmm. then um like i feel like now we're all like a mixture of the yeah. and the miserable so you can actually google somatotype quiz mm. and it will ask you questions if you don't if you're still not sure based on like mm-hmm. what i just said which is definitely okay it will ask you questions and you can answer them it'll kind of like let you know it'll give you a deeper dive detail mm-hmm. um of what I just said. So if you wanted to kind of dig further into that, but I'm just trying to give y'all tips to help y'all understand y'all's body. Thanks, Mel by Mia. Mm-hmm. That well, was great. That was a good, uh, I like that one. I like that one. Okay. Mental health as well. With it's Beverly Cohen. Yes. Educate us. All right. So today we just going to quickly talk about a term called cognitive dissonance. If you are a psych major, it's in your book you want to read more about it but um so basically cognitive dissonance is basically almost like being a hypocrite in a way almost kind of in a way so basically let me get my little notes uh cognitive dissonance is the psychological discomfort which is the dissonance caused by two inconsistent thoughts we feel uneasy when we are inconsistent between what we believe and what we actually do so well, we believe in what we, we actually, actually do. do. So you okay. believe one thing, your thoughts is one thing, but you do, do another, another. You do another, and it's not always necessarily just like bad. Because I feel mm-hmm. like cognitive dissonance can also maybe result like you think negatively about something mm-hmm. or not, you know, the and then you do something different that you know. So I feel like it's not necessarily terrible, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like hypocrisy in a way. Um, so for an example. Um, I'm trying to think of because I feel like we've all experienced cognitive dis- uh, dissonance. Like you think, yeah. When you said it, I thought someone I did. What? What you do? So, like, you know how 
I was in a terrible relationship and I knew I was and I would tell you about it, but I would stay. Yes. That's what I was yes. thinking. That's like, the perfect example of cognitive. It's like in your head, your thoughts. You're like, your uh-uh, attitude yeah. is one way, but, but you, you were completely okay. acting in a different way. That's why I was like, for the most part, we've all, not even for the most part, we all have experienced it because it's just like, it can be a thing you don't even I feel like realize. It's human it. nature almost. Yeah, like a lot of the times we do and think things very much um differently so um yeah so cognitive dis- uh, dissonance causes feelings of unease and tension and people attempt to relieve this discomfort in different ways some examples include explaining things like trying to overly explain mm-hmm. things or rejecting new information that conflicts with existing beliefs so i okay. feel like um you know how like sometimes when like let's say you think one way about mm-hmm. a person and then you learn new information about it and you kind of like you like ah yeah like you still want i almost like, i feel like we do this with celebrities mm-hmm. you love a celebrity and then like you think this way of them and then they do some shit that's like terrible or and it's like you kind of mm-hmm. okay for example i'm gonna give r kelly as an thinking, example yeah. so we all know about everything with r kelly and this is cognitive dissonance okay people love r kelly whatever Grammy's art thinks a great guy then all this information come out about him mm-hmm. that he's a terrible person and people are like thinking this guy is a piece of shit he's a predator da, da, da. but you still go and listen to his music your actions and your thoughts don't make sense and that's why like we do this a lot with celebrities mm-hmm. we give them we might think that they're a terrible person and Ooh, still go stream. listen to their music or watch their movies or, you know, whatever it is like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, it's kind of like a form of like hypocrisy just because what you're doing and what you're thinking is not the same um, thing. So sometimes people try to reduce because like I said, cognitive dissonance is like you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like with like I said, like what you think. So somebody could be listening to R. Kelly knowing good and what they know all this information about him. And yeah, they like the music, but they could just be like, damn, like. I'm really kind of a shitty person mm-hmm. right now. Listen, but you continue to still listen to it. It causes discomfort. So some people try to reduce cognitive dissonance by changing their behavior to match their thoughts or vice versa. So um, basically, like, let's say you, you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. listening to R. Kelly because you know this information about it, So you stop listening to his mu- uh, music overall to, like, make your behavior match mm-hmm. your thoughts. Because that's what I did mm-hmm. when it came to the whole R. Kelly situation. Like, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I'm not going to listen to. Uh, I will probably in even if I'm out in public I and I'm not the down. one. Yeah, it's like we out in public and there's like a song playing. I feel so uncomfortable. But it's, yes. it's almost like in that instance, I feel like I'm forced to listen because I can't be like, y'all go turn that shit off right now. Yeah. You know, whatever. But I choose not to purposely go. I have no R. Kelly music on my goddamn phone. And I'm like this with other celebrities, too. They they talking about they did something to somebody, raped them, something with children, whatever like that. I'm just like, no, I'm changing my behavior now to match mm-hmm. my thoughts. So it cuts off this that discomfort. Mm-hmm. So I do feel extremely uncomfortable when I go out in public and I hear people. And then it makes me even more uncomfortable when I see people singing the music. Yeah. I'm like, do y'all not it's like people care? Forget. It's yeah, it's but people. Some people don't. don't care some people well. don't care, or some people just like the cognitive dis. dis- I know he did this shit. But I'm still going to choose to, you know, I'm, but the behavior is listened to his music. So mm-hmm. I feel like we do a lot of this um, with celebrities or like one of the examples I was going to give was relationships. Mm-hmm. Like in your head, you think yeah. this, About this is terrible. I should not be with this person. This is not, but you choose to stay. Their behavior does not 
match. So it's kind of like one of those people that always come in to complain to you about a guy or whatever, like, oh, he do that, and then they turn around and stay with them anyways. It's not matching up. Yeah. Their their thoughts, their attitude is not matching the behavior. I'm trying to compare it to like a fitness journey. Um, Let's see. Okay, maybe we can. Um, okay, maybe something I experienced first with mm-hmm. like with my body type stuff is in my head I knew I was not gonna be like a hippie person. Like I knew my genetic makeup. I was not hippie. Um, and that it's probably not going to be a possibility, but I was still doing exercises that I thought was still going to do it anyways, mm-hmm. even though in my thought and my, like I knew that I couldn't. And mm-hmm. that was my thought process. Like I just can't get hippie, but I was still doing stuff anyways that made no sense to my journey mm-hmm. because I was trying to achieve a goal that I knew wasn't achievable, but I was doing the behavior of mm-hmm. trying to do it anyways. So I feel like when it comes to maybe like fitting in with fitness is you like, in your head, you're like, this is the goal or this is my reality or something. And then, but what you're actually doing. Uh, okay, like, for example, uh, I know I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I know I need to stop eating better, but you still continue to, to do, do it. it anyway. So your thoughts of, I know I need to lose weight. I'm eating extremely unhealthy. This is not good for me. And you still, and then that didn't cause discomfort because mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be doing it. But then you do it anyways. So um, something in cognitive dis- dissonance where we kind of justify mm-hmm. the stuff we're doing is called effort justification. And it's coming up with a rationale uh, for the amount of work we put kinda into like getting... easing that guilt. A little bit, yeah. Or um, they discomfort will be like, well, you know, <laughs> I did yeah. have a long day today, so I do deserve, you know. Yeah. Coming up with a rationale for the amount of work we put into getting into something and it increases the value the value associated with difficult things to attain. So a perfect example of this are people in like Greek organizations mm-hmm. in the Marines. So we all know like hazing is mm-hmm. a thing when it comes or like even with the Marines, like the tough, rigorous like stuff that they go through. So maybe like somebody with a Greek organization, your thoughts is when you see whatever and you're like, I would never let somebody haze me like that. Da 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 da. Whatever. And then of course you do it and the reward is being in the group and you make sense of it you mm-hmm. justify what you your your what thoughts you know your attitude wrong. that yeah of uh, oh me getting hazed and all this other stuff because there was a goal mm-hmm. i guess kind of at the uh end of it so it's like working hard to get into a group um they can change our attitudes about that group mm-hmm. so this is not just what great organization is a good example because Clearly, a lot of them, there's some extreme hazing that mm-hmm. goes on to get into this group. But like I said, like the Marines, um, even maybe like it could be any type of group setting too, uh, friend groups, clubs, mm-hmm. whatever type of thing. Those are just kind of like more the extreme versions of it. But um, maybe like, you know, like on movies, uh, you got the popular crew or whatever. Mm-hmm. and But they're like complete dickheads and they're bullies to people. And it's like you look at them and you're like, oh, okay. Kind of like Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. When she first looked at the girls, you know, like, oh, oh, they're such a bad people or whatever like that. Like mm-hmm. I could never, you know. And then you get accepted into the group and your behavior matches that group. Yeah. But you justify your behavior because you feel like you've worked hard to get into mm-hmm. this group. So you justify that cognitive dissonance to make it make sense. So it's just like we kind of naturally do it. Honestly, I feel like people are always going to do it. Yeah. It's more just like whether you recognize it. I feel like That's even where sometimes self-awareness reckon- comes in. Yeah, it's self-awareness. I feel like sometimes even cognitive dissonance, like let's say somebody is, I don't know, egg, 
extremely like racist and Mm -hmm. then somehow they end up going in there at like a black lives matter rally or something like that and it could possibly that behavior can possibly change their attitude Mm -hmm. for the good you know so it can i feel like in it for sometimes it can help if you're if that's why i say if you think negatively or like something really hateful like you yeah. had a really you hateful kinda, like, stance on something yeah you kind of turn your uh like i was actually watching something where this lady was like in one of those like um the white supremacy type things mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember what it was called like one of those like proud boy type mm-hmm. things and she ended up going uh and staying with somebody who like had her going and doing stuff that was like helping out minorities and stuff mm-hmm. and it actually helped like her do like a whole like 180 with that and she just she became like a she different would person never be. yeah in that position so it's like her the behavior matched up like her attitude or in thoughts end up matching up to it in a positive way mm-hmm. you know and so she was just i can't believe i was doing it you know things like that i was actually watching explained uh i don't know if y'all seen it on netflix it's like explaining they just explain like a bunch of different stuff mm-hmm. and one and this one was like cults and groups mm-hmm. that i was watching um but yeah so i feel like it can be positive too as well but i mean i feel like most of the time we kind of experience it in, in a, a negative, negative way. way so but yeah so cognitive dissonance is basically just when your um your thoughts your attitudes is not matching up your behavior say so kind of like hypocrisy so it's just more of like self-awareness of it or if you choose to do something about it so again or having those friends around that be like didn't you say this but then you went and did this or i also feel like cognitive dissonance can come into where like let's say um a person okay like let's say some somebody slept with somebody boyfriend Mm -hmm. whatever you're like oh I would never, that person is a terrible person and your thought process is sleeping with somebody else's boyfriend is terrible then you turn around and you go do it yourself but you will make a justification mm-hmm. for why, why you, did, you it. did it and like why it makes sense that when you did it, it, it makes okay. sense and you're yeah. finding a justification for it and it's like that cognitive dissonance because when this person did it, judged the hell out of them it was like sleeping with somebody's boyfriend is a bad thing and then you go and do it but mm-hmm. now it's like there's some type of excuse. There's a reasoning, things like that so I feel like we experience it a lot. Like I said, we'll see somebody else do something and we'll be like, oh, hell no, like that ain't it. And then we'll turn around and do it. And then mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, but you, but your reasoning is good for, I mean, mm-hmm. or you got a reason why you did like a justified reason. So it's just like I said, having friends around, uh, people around you that kind of pick up on them inconsistencies and also just Stuff whether you want to, uh, yes. And most is whether you want to, it's really up to be the people, whether they want to change it or make the attitude and the behavior match match up that's up to them like I said with the whole r kelly thing for me i decided to make my beha- behavior match, match up because at first him. of course when i was a kid i didn't know everything that was going yeah. on so it's like, okay r kelly's a cool person listen to his music mm-hmm. i learned new information i decided to accept that new information though and okay mindset has changed now r kelly's bad person no more listening to his music but some people like I said, it makes them uncomfortable learning new information. And now they're even more in a frenzy of like, oh, shit, like, what do I do? What do I, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like it's just people don't know what to do sometimes. Or some people simply just don't care either. So, self-awareness when it comes to cognitive dissonance, just, you know, whether you want to match it. And it does take effort. Because I feel like we all have, uh, like, not urges, but like, we we are people. We act. We do things. So, I feel like it just takes, like, actual uh intentional mm-hmm. effort to change, change either your yeah. thought process or, your or the behavior. behavior. So 
course, you can always Google cognitive dissonance. They got all kind of like, how can I? Seven signs of cognitive dissonance and all that other shit that's on there. Like psychology <laughs> today and all that other stuff like that. Or if you got a US psych major, send one of them books that you got. Send social psychology. But yeah, so cognitive dissonance. I never knew what that was. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's kind of like hypocrisy in a way. Yeah. Like almost like, but it's like a whole theory, which yeah. I'm not getting deep into. But yeah. All right. Let's move on to some. What's new? What's new? <laughs> no, I was kidding. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> that was so ugly. It's okay. Literally sweating because of the Black Girl Magic champagne. Yeah, I'm almost done with my little cup. I just slowed down a little bit because I was starting to feel it. Yeah. When you was talking, I was like, mm, 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 I was mm. like, is she feeling what I'm saying right now? No, I definitely <laughs> was listening, but I was also feeling the, the drink and I was like, ah, let me relax. But um, what's new? Okay. What's new? <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like your. All right. So, so let me know what's new out here in the streets. It today this has been a little slow week on what's new. Yeah. Uh my the little gossip forums ain't had much nothing important besides like random shit like I don't know, like that's Cardi B what she's thankful for. <laughs> just like <laughs> awesome. I'm thankful for my husband. And she was literally what I said too. And he was like in the car and she was like <laughs> <laughs> Yes, literally. I forget, I keep forgetting she's pregnant. No, I she seen, had her baby. What are you talking what? about? I just seen her post on with Sierra. And she was pregnant. Unless it's no, old. It's probably old. Like Okay, I thought I was tripping because yeah, C- she just haven't showed the world what her baby looked I like. I think Sierra I think Sierra posted the picture. And it looked like it was like Thanksgiving or some shit. Like it mm-hmm. looked like it was this week. So and I was so confused. And I was like, that's she already had the baby. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Yeah, so maybe probably like two months. Okay, I thought I was I thought I was maybe tripping three. when I seen that's all I, like, I thought she had the baby already. But <laughs> I thankful for my husband. I said <laughs> Literally. Okay, so good news is the um three men that were on trial for the murder of Ahmad Aubrey, I mm-hmm. believe I'm saying that right, were all found um guilty, guilty, which is really good. I don't know if he was following the trial, but I, I was, did. But um I was really shook at when Thankful. they were on the stand saying how basically Ahmad was not bothering them. Yeah, they, they, they wasn't a threat, and I was just like, thank you for that video, that too, like evidence. So it's just like. For once, mm-hmm. finally, some justice is being served, especially after that whole uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse mm-hmm. thing or whatever, where he had, like killed those protesters, mm-hmm. I believe, and got off with it. And made no sense, but the judge was real iffy on that. Whatever, it was giving Davis friends or something. I don't know, but yeah. So, but I'm glad that this came to an end and that yeah. justice is being His served. His family can get some peace. peace. That's mind. more of what I was caring about, and. Also, I feel like, obviously, the way he was killed was, like, very much fucked up. So, I feel like I be hoping that, like, people's souls, when things are, like, resolved, that their souls can almost rest, too. Mm -hmm. Or, like, that's that's the way I was. So, I was like, you know, people are all resting in peace. But I feel like sometimes, in my belief, people don't find peace until, like, maybe their people have found peace. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the way that they're, like, you know, they killed or murdered or things like that. So, I was. they see justice. Yeah. So, I've. It was like, I hope his soul is at peace. And I'm hoping that his family mm-hmm. is at peace, knowing that, like, obviously, this is not going to bring him back. But th- yeah, these this people. This story are, disturbed me. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, did I this liked, happen I like, what, two or three years ago? 
I'm not sure when it happened. Let me look it up. But you know, I like to walk. Oh yes, yes. But I just yes. know this summer light was shed on it. Yeah. But I like to walk um in my neighborhood, and I was like, whenever this first came out, I was like, dang, like, can I do that? That's kind of what I had thought. And oh, it's just this like, was in 2020. I don't know why I was thinking this was like 2018. You know, sometimes like it take a minute before yeah. a trial. I'm sorry, you can keep no, me. you're good. I like, but this is like a story that like. Cause you know how videos be just kind of like going on online. It's like, damn, I really didn't want to see that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, a little bit um, triggering. Yeah. But I was just like, I literally, me and my mom had. I remember we debated about walking mm-hmm. again, and it's just like, are we safe? Like somebody gonna or mom be like, you know, make sure your music down. Yeah. Somebody so like pull up on you and like, for whatever reason, you just didn't even hear them coming to be prepared for like whatever's about to happen yeah, and it's just kind of sad because it was three of them and it was only one of yeah. them so it's like very hard to protect yourself and it's like what do you do what do you do in that situation too like do people even mm-hmm. believe you if you do try to defend yourself and so you do you're successful at defending yourself mm-hmm. and these three white people you know so it's just kind of like it does suck that not so it's, it's very tragic a life that has just gone like when you see the like yeah. pictures of him i'm like that should make me his sad because it's just like gone. one day he was here and then the next he's he was, not, he was simply just, just walking I feel like we all are like when we're born is so important and just like the way you can just die sometimes just like well, why do it's they, all, you it have to die like that? It makes to my stomach sometimes how like it's like one day a person just woke up and like just went on a walk and then yeah. they're gone and it's just kind of like that shit really be making me want to cry because mm-hmm. I'm just like no you wasn't expecting it or mm-hmm. it's just such not a, even a random way to pass away but it's just kind of like it is you wasn't expect like it's just not something you didn't wake up that morning and think, think that, that that was your last day so it's just yeah. and of course somebody family as well so it's just kind of like that shit just makes me so sad that they took the, that boy was 25 they took him away young. from his family he had so a whole it's just life like, ahead of him literally a whole life ahead of him and it's like it really just it hits knowing that we're the same age as him mm-hmm. too and it's just like that nice. shit is yeah like literally or even when you have like brothers and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like having black brothers and that makes you fearful for our black friends, dad, uncle, mm-hmm. whoever, like it just makes you really, you know, appreciate them being mm-hmm. here. But also it also makes you fear for them as well, because it's just kind of like you never know. Yeah, just I know glad there was a video. Like I said, yeah, because that helped out. I feel like with him and George Floyd, the video helped. helped. Yeah, like get really justice. get justice. And I heard, I don't know who I was listening to. It was like on TV, but the man was just like, imagine how many people don't have a video and their killers literally just go free because there was not a video to justify. But that was with the Rittenhouse thing, right? There was no video, right? Yeah. I'm so, video. yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking, so it's just kind of like, it's it kind of like who, who can give the best story mm-hmm. to make the jury choose, you know, whatever mm-hmm. side. That's what it really come down to. And they really did try to throw a lot of dirt yeah. on his name and make him seem like he wasn't supposed to be where he was. And, he could have been like trying to, you know, be a thief and this and that, you know, just like really the Same whole with, uh, narrative. Trayvon Martin, yeah, you know, walking home and he got a hoodie on. Yeah, and he get chased down and it's just kind of like, but like I said, there's no video. Video. There's, so it's just like who gives the most convincing it's, story exactly. or whatever, and you hope you don't have like a racist ass, yeah, jerk, you know, whatever like that. So it's just kind of like, luckily there was a video. I really do feel like that helped out because it and was it's like crazy three people in that situation. Like the dude, one of the. The three people that mm-hmm. got charged, one of them was recording. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I feel like, am I am like, was you recording trying to like be like, yeah, yeah, yeah? Because that shit got y'all in locked yeah, up. Yeah, like, literally. Because you was recording. Trying to be fucking. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever you was on thought you mind. was doing. And yeah. it's just like, okay, I get, I don't get, but 
their things. They were trying to like apprehend him, but why? Kill. Don't. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Y'all kill that young man. For I don't no get reason. the whole um, fake like I'm trying to citizens arrest. Yeah, type yeah. I don't, I don't get either. that because I would never do that. I literally mind my business. Yeah, unfortunately, some people don't do that, and they take it so far to take Hurting someone's somebody, life. Yeah, so. it's not okay. But I'm glad that they were found guilty. Lock their ass up. Keep them there. Lock the key. Mm-hmm. Throw it away. Put it in the dumpster. Blender, all that. Yeah. And Hopefully they feel bad for what they did. Yeah, so have fun in jail, bitches, because you need y'all ass need to be there. All right, next, moving on to more funny news is this didn't happen this week. But I randomly thought about it. This happened like mm-hmm. a week or two ago. And it's so funny because me and Mia talk about him all the time and how <laughs> just weird he is. Oh, yeah. So y'all know who Chris Sales is and Queen Naja. Y'all know who Queen Naja is, though. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know who Queen is. She's a singer. But y'all know before that, it, it was, was her married. and Chris. Yeah, married to Chris. And they had, what's that The YouTube name? channel. Yeah, they had a YouTube channel. They had a son or whatever. So they were like one of those OG YouTube couples. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, like how... Ken and Deira, yeah, like that one of those popping like YouTube couples that then Yana broke up because Chris divorce. Oh well, yeah, not even broke yeah. up, divorce, and then Queen got with Clarence, and they're happy, and, and they're still. happy. They got a kid together, and they be chilling. But ever since this divorce breakup, this nigga Chris has been finding ways, very creative to ways relevant. to be relevant to Queen. Like I really feel like he tried to mooch off her, her fame, fame her clout. Real R and B Yeah, like I mean, after they whole YouTube thing was over, she, she has a fucking career, career and yeah. this nigga is still how I feel about Queen he on YouTube. How do I feel about Queen's new music video? Mm-hmm. And me and Mia used to watch his miserable ass videos for entertainment. Miserable. We used to be laughing at the caption. Literally, how I feel about Queen. He's like one Queen. of those exes that would try to do anything literally to like stay, stay close around. to you, stay relevant to you. So he has found an even more Weirder grander way in where stay he relevant. is now dating, if supposedly dating Clarence, which is Queen's boyfriend, Clarence's ex. Mm-hmm. And like it was like a cringe ass video Kiss? of them like kissing, and it was weird as Something hell. Something we didn't ask to see. We did not want to see that, and of course, got people just like, what? Like what is going on? I'm not gonna lie to y'all, Chris. He's corny. He's corny. He's cringe. He's weird. And let it go, nigga. Like he I feel like that's the only he stayed relevant by finding ways to awkwardly to honestly torment her. Or like first of all, she looked happy with her mans and her kids. And Chris clearly is miserable. She's a real singer. Yes, she has a real life career. Ty Dolla Sign. She has albums like she was on a Soul Chambers, I think, one year. Yeah, like she has she's, a career. She's a career. So she's she's like signed to record level mm-hmm. and everything. So it's just like, and what is he doing in Houston? How I feel about Queen in his room. <laughs> how I his feel about dark Queen bank room. And how I feel about Queen doing it. And Queen doing it. And, and, and it's just like Queen, 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 Queen. And it's like he does not have personality of his fucking. <laughs> Me and Mia literally be laughing at him because we be like he is obsessed, or he'll like. Make a random video and post about it on Instagram, like somehow talking about her. It's like, what? Where'd you go? None now? of these things I asked for, they came to my TL. Just <laughs> on disclaimer, we don't go looking for what he got to yeah, say. Yeah, be like on. It's just I feel like he, he always randomly be on my explore page, and then you be like, 
And yes. here he is being weird once again. So, Chris, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, but if you are, get a grip. Let her fucking go. Let man. her go. Let her go, man. Just let her go. Just get a career. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to mooch off of that drama. I really feel like that's why he just keep finding random ass ways to like to literally stay sh- to stay relevant right. in the blogs. Yes, the, yeah, he's trying to stay relevant in the blogs. So I hope you make some money by doing all this shit. I hope so too. You probably be a queen, daughter. Queen, give me some money. Yeah. Literally, give me some spousal support. Give me some spousal support. He need to get a fucking career. Okay, next is very quickly. It's just uh, I just seen a rumor that NLE Chopper, the little boy, might have a kid on the way with his. Very much older girlfriend. She's like 10 years older than him. How old is he? He's like 19 now. He's such a teenager. He's very much a child. He's funny as fuck. He is I'm so not going to lie to you. He's hilarious. I follow him on Instagram because be post- the shit he be posting be funny as hell. Like, especially with him dancing. That be making mm-hmm. me laugh. So it's giving very much badass kid. How a grown ass woman seeing him. Yeah, like he was all peaceful. Doing yoga and shit. He planning and shit. I was like, you got a little boy. Get you some peace in your life. He, t- he put down the lean. As he should, because that That's shit is good. not healthy. But um, as I was telling you, the grown women really be preying on him, mm-hmm. and that shit weird as fuck to me. Because he's money. a little, it's not even like a young man, he's a child. And mm-hmm. when he was still underage, he had his baby that he have now with, got the little girl. She was like 22, 23 or something like that at the time. Very much of age. He? he was like 17. Oh, wow. 17. Like he, I remember I randomly seen it. On something, and I was like, "How old is he even?" And it was like still a couple of months left till he turned eighteen. And I was oh, like, wow. "I was like, that's fucking creepy." And it's just like, of course, he's a little boy. He's not looking at it like that. Like, yeah. oh, this woman is because most of the time people don't give the same energy to pred- women, predatory women, women than they do to men. There's a lot of predatory mm-hmm. women out here that be preying on little boys or mm-hmm. much younger niggas too, especially when they got money or they got fame. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. Kind of like with, uh, what's that damn girl name? The little Instagram girl, Brittany Renner. And she I got never like, understood what happened. Like, okay, so like she was, she's like damn near 30. Mm-hmm. And she was dating like this younger-ish uh, boy who's mm-hmm. like some years younger than her. Had a baby. And then as soon as the baby was born, she broke up with him. And people was like, she used him to get like, but she like. Uh, what if he wasn't shit? That's what, like I see it. Yeah. But it's just like niggas don't be well, shit. Well, the thing is also she's very much known for like. You should have known better. That's that was that's more like of somebody what getting pregnant saying. by future. Yeah, you knew, it just, known yeah, better. yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like that. What did you? Think? I feel like she gets a lot of. I see the hate that niggas give her, and I don't get it because it's like y'all literally praise future. Oh, for, for the like, shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like he purposely gets women pregnant. He not doing this shit on accident. That shit weird. That he so just that. like. I don't think that she does shit wrong, but also I don't know details, but it's just like... It's just like she basically had like a whole book about her hotels and all that other stuff. So it's just She can't like be a hoe without niggas being into, into it. It's yeah, exactly, it's, like it's just like... A lot of men are hoes. It's something like, y'all be hoes, y'all be liars. <laughs> and it's just like, when women do it, y'all hate it. That's yeah. why I don't like the hate that she get because it's just like it's okay for men I mean, to opinion, lie to play to do all this but she can't why she I'm can't like, do it be honest about her exactly shit. very upfront confident I'm like mm. I'm gonna give her her flowers <laughs> honestly I feel she, like she be very honest about it but yeah it was like a situation where it was like a much younger dude or whatever like yeah. that she had a baby by him and stuff like that and people was like she was praying on him him being young not knowing much whatever cause he like I think he's newer to the NBA mm-hmm. too so he's like a child basically but with him his new girlfriend, uh, Lee is she's like, 
like a whole 10 years older than him. So she's uh, damn near 32. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's like 19, 18, 19, something like that. And it's been like a rumor that she's like pregnant or whatever. And I just like, I feel like a lot of times, like, well, like I said, with the the fame and all that mm -hmm. stuff, they go after the younger dudes because they don't know no better. And mm -hmm. they probably not thinking deep into it either. Yeah. I feel like you young. I feel like my mindset at 19, a nigga was probably able to get over on me more at 19 than at 26. But that's because I didn't mm -hmm. know much. But I also didn't go for much older men either. I usually stay at people that mm -hmm. was like the same age as me. But it's just like, of course, like, because I remember... When I was 18 in college, there was a dude that was like 25 that was trying to talk to me, and I thought that shit was weird as hell. I was like, what do you want from me? Nothing. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, but I don't know. But, yeah, so apparently she's supposed to be pregnant. We're going to see. Then that's going to be Lil' NLE, too. But that shit just weird to, like, look at a 19. I cannot even look at a 19-year-old and be like, find oh. them honestly repulsive. They're fucking annoying. You can tell when someone's 19. They're fucking annoying. Annoying as hell, you can just actually. Tell. So it's just like, but of course he's annoying. He's fucking 19. You can look at his Instagram and tell he's annoying. <laughs> he makes trillers. He's for the children, which is fine. And definitely. it's just like, let the kids listen, you know, to him. And I like to say, I follow him because he's hilarious. But I would literally, I used to see on Twitter, like when he was underage, like girls tweeting about him, like, oh yeah, he's young, but he's fine. I'm just like, it's not mm -hmm. even the fact that he's young. He's a child. He's underage. He's a minor. Mm -hmm. And you on here like, eh, the things I do to him. Jail time, bitch. Yeah, that's I'm calling nasty. the police right now. So it's just like I've never looked at him. Women that. can be at all. I look at him and I laugh because it's like mm -hmm. he's a kid. Like he gives me badass kid vibes. Like and that's fine. That's as he should. He's a child. So it's just like so women can be just as predatory as men. So mm -hmm. don't be a fucking weirdo, bitch. Because you can be like these. I'm oh, just saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like girls like or they get looked at as like ooh older woman cougar. And it's just like, no, but you can be predatory, too. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all don't be seeing, like, the stuff in school where, like, grown women teachers be messing with, like, the students and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, women, I just feel like they get, they don't get as much, mm -hmm. like, slack for or it's seen as cooler. Like, oh, he young nigga getting an older woman. Hell no, throw her ass yeah. behind the bars, too. She need jail time. Because yeah, if it was did. a man, y'all be, oh, hell, get that woman that same energy. That shit is not right just because yeah, it's a woman. it's not at all. So it's just like. Ew. Don't be a weirdo, bitch. Actually, don't be a weirdo. Just, it's terrible. It's a terrible mm -hmm. thing to do. Don't do that. So, yeah, he might have a baby on the way with older bitch. And then, lastly, just Jessie J kind of uh, posted on Instagram about how she suffered from a miscarriage mm -hmm. recently. Because she found out before her show, I think mm -hmm. like a day before her show, and she decided to do the show because she, um, I guess, like, she felt it was going to cheer her up. Mm -hmm. But she did like a long paragraph. Talking about how, like, uh, she, you know, she went for a checkup. There was no heartbeat and things like that. And I really do feel really bad for her because a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of women. I feel like women are now being more comfortable with opening up about yeah. infertility and miscarriages and things of that nature. Because the thing is, it's actually it's way common. more common they than people think. think. Yeah. Like, y'all just think you just get pregnant and then you have the baby. And then, it, you know, it's like a lot of people literally Like, struggle. any day that baby could, like. Not be okay. Yes, literally any day, and you don't even expect it. Mm -hmm. She's just going for a checkup and then mm -hmm. realize that baby's not there no more. And it's just like, that shit is sad it's as scary. fuck. And it, it is scary. And I feel like that's one thing I, I feel like as a woman, you kind of do be scared of. Yeah. It's just kind of like, what if I can't have children? And I know, and then some people feel less, uh, or less than. Because it's kind of to society kind of like pressures you, yeah. like makes you feel like. 
You should be a mom. You yeah. should have children. You should, you should, you, you should. should. It's you just should. like so when least you, can't, you have a hard like, time doing it. That's the or first you can't thing have it in a traditional way you, anyway. When you're going to have kids and stop fucking asking I hate people when like, they're going to have kids. Stop I don't it. know. I don't think about that shit, honestly. That's not my purpose right now. But just imagine that you asking a married couple, we don't have, and they could been have trying for the mm-hmm. last year or two. And that could trigger her. And that can trigger them. And that can make her feel less of a woman or feel like she's less of a, a wife or something yeah. like that because having a hard time. Stop fucking asking people when, when they're going to have, have kids, kids or just wait and see. Just literally when they tell you. And if they bring it up, that's okay. But if they didn't, it's none of your fucking business. Most people are I not never just out to their family. Hey, uh, by the way, we've been trying to conceive for the last year or two and can't. Yeah. That's, they probably are really sad about that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, don't, when it comes to the questions with the pregnancy and stuff, like, stop asking women mm-hmm. when they're going to have kids because you don't know what, what a person has through. been through. You don't know if a person um, decided to have an abortion or you don't know if a person had a miscarriage or they have infertility or they've been trying, they've been trying. People, some people go literally out of their way to make sure that they get pregnant. Like they do the whole like, um, the I, I, yeah, oh, the like IVF. I, yeah the ivf thing like people do a lot of stuff to have kids and it's just like you never know what people are going mm-hmm. through because yeah some people really 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 do want children but you don't know the journey that they mm-hmm. have and having kids so stop fucking asking people to have kids but uh, yeah i feel really bad for her because it is kind of common mm-hmm. um uh i feel like pretty y'all probably don't even know but most people probably know a woman that's had like some mm-hmm. type of miscarriage or just having some type of like fertility issues mm-hmm. like just being a woman that whole area up in there, it's, it's a lot that's going on because it's just like, even with myself, I know sometimes I'll be scared because I have an abnormal uterus. And so it's just like when I first heard that, I was like, and they told me they were like, I won't have a problem getting pregnant, mm-hmm. but they was like, it could possibly turn into issues of staying or like having a, like a healthy pregnancy, basically. And so it's just like a lot of women go, even when they have full on, you know, like, uh, when they do have a full pregnancy, a lot of people get sick or they have a lot going on. It's just like having kids is not an easy thing. It's not you just don't get pregnant and then pop the motherfuckers out. Like yeah, it's just like it's a, a whole lot. Journey. It's a whole journey that go into it. You never know what a person's journey is. So respect it. Respect it and don't ask them to have kids. So sending prayers to Jesse J. Mm-hmm. I really and hope anyone that else is that's dealing with the with, same, with the same situation. Uh infertility, miscarriages, things of that nature. So yeah, being a woman is hard like mm-hmm. honestly you have a lot going on but um so that is the end uh what's new i'm gonna hop into beauty real quick mm-hmm. um i don't have any beauty this week so okay well <laughs> i'll go into some beauty real real quick so as you guys can see the luscious fur is big mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i just want to give a little tips on me taking my locks down y'all know chat what is that oh but um <laughs> I was like, what is that? It was my hair. Sometimes he throw me out. He throw me out sometimes. But um, yeah, so with my locks, just took them down and I actually posted a TikTok and I was getting a lot of questions. So mm-hmm. I was like, why not answer this on a podcast? So for me, when it comes to going back to the curls, mm-hmm. I take my time. Like this was a two day process. I spent one day taking them all out, then the next day washing and drying. Trying to do all that and rush it at one time is a no-go. You're going to be mad. Your hair going to get yanked out. Mm-hmm. You're going to be accidentally cutting hell. your hair. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. So it's best just 
Take your time when coming to do protect it on a day. You ain't got nothing to do. A weekend, whatever. You might have to cancel some plans, mm-hmm. but hey, like I ain't going nowhere. Being a black girl is timely, and when mm-hmm. it comes to hair care, sorry, <laughs> literally the bubbles. But um, excuse me, your excuse. Thanks, ma'am. But um, so for me, when it comes to taking down my locks, um, I was telling Mia this, and it's kind of hard to explain because I don't have the locks. So for me, when I take down my locks, I don't cut them. I let me see if I explain it. I cut so mine, like, as I can see. Well, also it's just kind of like I knew my my hair is longer mm-hmm. than usual, so I didn't want to accidentally. You know how you like to be like, girl, my shit probably all the way down here by now, and then you'd be like, oop, it was all the way up here. But I knew my hair had been longer this year. Mm-hmm. Then the, the last time I got locks, I got them like a shorter length, but it was tucked. Underneath, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to cut because they were short. I just kind of had to unravel mm-hmm. it. But I was like, I really don't know how long my and my hair was like longer. Like the braid was like going down. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I would have been cutting, I would have definitely accidentally cut my shit I've on done accident. That before. I feel like we With all these. have because it literally looked like my hair. Yeah, exactly. Like it'd be hard, to, especially when the same it's color. Too. But so what I like to do is like, if you're looking at me as like, what I like to do is actually. What I do is get my fingers and I actually dig into the. I'll go up to like right here because I know for sure my hair is right there. And I'll dig into the lock. And, you know, your hair is braided under mm-hmm. the lock because it's wrapped around it. And I'll find the braid. What I do is literally tug on the braid and pull it out. And so it'll, usually it'll pull it out. Uh, if, if it's being difficult, I might have to go down a little bit and then pull it out from a lower uh, point. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is I keep going up a little bit higher. Pulling it out, pulling it out until it gets to the point where it's up at the top. And, you know, it's like wrapped around. You just get the scissors, cut it, and then it's the braid. Mm-hmm. That's how I keep from not accidentally cutting my hair. I seen, I don't even remember. I seen somebody do it on YouTube. And that's how, obviously, it's timely that way. And mm-hmm. I had so many locks. But I literally would, again, get into the lock, dig my hand into it, mm-hmm. find that braid. As soon as I find that braid. Because you can feel it. That, that's yeah, your hair because it's a completely different texture. And then you just pull it out, and then I just keep going out that same one, pulling out, pulling out. Then of course you unbraid it, and it's you gotta it's calm all that build up out. Got to calm that build. It's I usually do it before yeah, I actually wash my. Do that I do it you, as I go. So much of your hair will come out in the shower, or have you wash your hair? Yes, calm like, that build up out. I usually uh, what I do is I'll you know take the lockout or whatever, and then I will undo the braid, and I'll get. I usually get the um. You get a pick. Right? I get the pick, like the metal kind of type picks, or and you I get, get a, it. a small. What is it? The small combs. I want to say a wide tooth, but oh, like yo, yeah, maybe you can get like the. Uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. like the red tail type. The red tail, yeah, yeah, and you can get it because they're kind of like that's what I usually get is the red. Get in there comb. and literally like, mm-hmm. like dig it out, dig it out because it's best to do that before you get in the shower. Also, what I usually do is I again. That's why this takes so long. Take my time and break it up with my mm-hmm. fingers first because. Is build up of product right there. You don't especially, want your hair to come out with it. Especially, exactly. Especially because, um, yeah, like you, you want, you want br- br- less breakage. You want as the least amount of breakage in your hair. And you, you're going to have a lot of breakage. And that's why it's important to take your time when you're mm-hmm. doing it. Because I know for me, since I lay my edges down a lot, I had a lot of build up of gel and like edge control. In these sweat, front probably. ones, sweat too from like up in here. So those, like, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of build up in those when I took them out. And then, um, of course, when you wash and just taking your time detangling, what I mm-hmm. like to do is finger detangle first mm-hmm. to get the big knots out. And then I'll go in with like the detangler brushes. Like, you know, they have like 
the den uh the denman one or like the one that i have from like neo curly yeah and i go and i like take my time but i always 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 uh finger the tangle first, first. because it's Let's it's like the, it's the safest amount. Mm-hmm. I mean, the safest way to detangle your hair would be on your fingers. You have more control. You can usually feel a, every single like and you, tug. Yeah, and so it's like not, usually with a comb, it's more like it's more of a tugging. But usually with my fingers, I kind of like yeah, I'm more gentle. I kind of mm-hmm. like do like a little rain rain fall through and just kind of trickle, yeah. trickle, trickle. And I do like that, especially up in here because that's where the and then I go in to get the smaller knots out with the mm-hmm. detangle brushes, but um. Product recommendation, which is the shampoo that I use. So y'all know I don't really shampoo my hair a lot, but definitely sh- shampoo my hair after protective style mm-hmm. because I got a bunch of buildup. It's I also, dirty. It's dirty. And Super I also, dirty. it's like, co- I usually co-wash because I usually don't get a lot of buildup in my hair. But when I have a protective style, I get you way more buildup build than up, usual. Yeah. But um, I also use this shampoo to wash my scalp uh, when I did have my locks because I started getting some buildup. Uh, the Aussie Miracle Volume Shampoo is the one. It's purple. It got bamboo in it. It's literally cheap. It's great. It's, like, not super drying. Of course, all shampoos are going to have some type of drying component to it. It's a shampoo. It's a cleanser. But it's not, like, a lot of shampoos make my hair matted. Mm-hmm. And so it'll, like, rip all the moisture out of my hair. But this one, it really doesn't do that. It cleans my hair, and it gets the job done for me. And, like I said, I used it whenever I actually um have my locks in my hair, mm-hmm. too. Because they don't get like extra, extra soapy and all the extraness, like like sudsy. Good. Yeah, it don't get sudsy mm-hmm. because even when you first pour it out, it almost looked like a conditioner. I like that. And then that when you get to moving it, and then it kind of suds up a little, but it's not like you got bubbles all over I your head or anything it's like that. Like I'm rinsing my hair for hours. Yes, yeah, like come that's on. what I'm saying. It rinses out easily, and I just like kind of let it run through mm-hmm. the rest of my hair. But yeah, the yeah, Aussie Miracle Vine. Yeah. So I started to take these down, and then I remember we had to shoot this episode. Yeah, it'd be like um, yeah. my my hair is unpredictable, so it's like, I don't have time. Especially because today it is raining. I don't have time to be my hair doing whatever I want to. Howdy, hoobity, whoobity. And then I'm like feeling uncomfortable on camera, so yeah. I actually have found a hairstylist uh, oh, yeah. in the DFW area. Like now, she she specifically does natural hair, so I will have a review soon. Yes, because I'm not. I was it. I was gonna talk about it. I'm gonna wait until she actually do my hair. Yeah. <laughs> The series, so I can make sure. Okay, she she shall be promoted. Yes, because that's something I feel like it's hard to find is a a stylist that does only natural hair. Everybody want wigs and braids. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do if I if I just want my hair washed and deep conditioning Mm -hmm. and I want my hair in a two strand twist? Also, it's hard sometimes to find people. Even if you do want the wigs and the braids or strain your hair or whatever yeah. like that, find somebody's gonna take care of your natural yeah. hair in the process and not just doing whatever the fuck. Just like because you're not finna wear it in its natural state yeah. at the moment. So we'll see how she. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited too. That sounds good. That's how I'm waiting to take my hair down because I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to wash my hair. I don't feel like it. I'm yeah, busy. Be like that. So I'm gonna take this down and like detangle it at least, so she ain't got mm-hmm. a whole fucking mess to deal with. And explain to her when I get there. Yes, my hair is very dirty because it's been, been a yeah. textile. So she can be like, damn, my hair dirty. Like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> and then I'll let y'all know. Yeah. So, so I'm planning to do that next week. So next episode, I'll probably yeah, will have a different though. look. I've always thought about going to a salon and just kind of like getting That's a really I good wash. That's I just be goal. scared that, I don't know. I just, it's scared for me. I'm really scared to come put mm-hmm. in trust when it comes to my natural hair. Because even then, like, it was a big step for me for letting someone do the skunk stripe on me. So that mm-hmm. was a step for me. And so the next step is I was thinking about um, 
doing like a silk press. Mm-hmm. I gotta wait till the the winter, winter, the winter. winter. But I was even thinking about dyeing like my hair pretty much the same color, just a little bit more orangey or like a ginger. But even then, I have a hard time because I'd be like, oh, it's hard, I don't want you don't want nobody hair. to mess your hair up. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm tired of dealing with this. Yeah, the fro sometimes. So that's why I'm like, I'm looking for a stylist that can to wash my hair for me and style it for me every two weeks mm-hmm. because I feel like the process takes like three days and with the what she does or is going to do it takes her two hours and 30 minutes to do it it takes me fucking three days yeah i'm paying for that and it's affordable and it's it's okay to like find Mm -hmm. somebody that's worth going to or if it takes less stress off you it's like okay you want to wear your natural hair i'd be stressed you don't have the time to do it properly Mm -hmm. you find somebody else to do it for you so since really my con a lot of my content is around my hair Mm -hmm. i do it myself just because if it's into my job, you know, but it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure if I'll be on the same shit, if I'm like, you know, if, if it wasn't a part of the job, like and it, even it being a part of my job, I do get tired of doing my hair time. sometimes too. Like we all done thought about like cutting, cutting this shit off or locking, or locking it up. up. I probably lock it up before not, I cut it that's off. That's my, if this don't work out, then I'm locking it up. Cause I stopped, I stopped trying to lock it up. Cause I was going to like, after I took this down, I was going to get locked up. I'm like, you know what? Let me learn more about my hair. So this girl actually like, teaches you about your hair and I feel like mm-hmm. it's a lot my hair has so much potential but it's so I don't know anything about mm-hmm. it and it's like I can watch all the YouTube videos in the world that's that's going to help me but I feel like going to someone who speciali- specializes in natural hair mm-hmm. is going to help me the most because she can literally touch it look at it mm-hmm. and tell me what she thinks versus is you best. on YouTube you're like okay well yeah because it's, it's, it's hard to find people that look have my hair tight I was just going to say sometimes it's like people try to give like overall advice and sometimes mm-hmm. it may not it, work on certain not certain hair ties but is like you said it's kind of hard when you see somebody not talk, or like mm-hmm. oh all you gotta do is do this to your hair but it's just like i always disclosure with my stuff this is what i do for me i'm just putting this out there because i'm hoping that it could help somebody, somebody else too yeah. but clearly like you and me are not going to do the exact same thing so it's just kind of yeah, like and i used to try to when i first yeah. went natural we should probably talk about this a little bit later. Yeah. Like, I tried to, because Bev was the only person that I knew that was natural. And she also was, like, my roommate. So, I'm like, okay, I would literally watch her do her hair and <laughs> do the same shit to my hair, thinking I'm finna get some voila <laughs> And it's just like, voila <laughs> It was not giving. So, I'm like, okay, I got to figure something. That's what I knew about hair types. I mm-hmm. never knew about hair types. So I was like, okay, clearly me and her, like, obviously, we don't have the same hair type. But I didn't know that was, like, an actual yeah, thing. Like, it mattered when it came I to tried, take care of your hair. You cannot use the same products or mm-hmm. methods sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, keep trying and it just, like, wasn't working. Yeah, same. Because I feel like what I used to do is when I first started trying to, like, really learn about my hair, I'd be watching people who had, like, looser hair patterns mm-hmm. than me. Because I, like, I don't, I don't know, like, it's just like that's what was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I feel like too. So it's just like you were seeing a lot of like the three B girls on there. So it's like okay, well that's what the hell is on here. I'm gonna watch it and I would try to do the same thing and I'd be like, um, it's not really. And it's not until I started kind of finding videos of people who had similar hair types mm-hmm. to me and I'll try the techniques or I'll take a little bit from everybody. But also again, my job is a lot of it centered around my hair stuff like I took in a lot of time uh, and then yeah, Neo Curly, you know, like educating myself with that. So it's just kinda like I had no choice but to. But at the end of the day, it is difficult dealing so with natural hard. hair at the Especially because I feel like we grew up, um, well I did, in uh the perm era. Mm-hmm. Where my mama was perming my hair. I, I asked her before why did she perm my hair? She was like, That's just what she was taught to do. Everybody yeah. was getting their hair permed goes literally back now if you want to get deep deep 
with just like our hair being very different from white people's hair. Mm-hmm. And then like we have to perm our hair to literally kind of like bl- blend in yeah. and be accepted. So that's what it what it really stems mm-hmm. from, I feel like. So it's just like my mama perm my hair because my her her mom was perming her hair. Her mom was perming her hair. So it's kind of like a generational thing. And I'm like, I'm breaking it because that mm-hmm. shit isn't doing there's nothing wrong with perming your hair, but it is damaging. Let's be yeah. real. It does damage the natural state. But also the thing is, it's like if your hair is not permed, it still looks good. And yeah, it's so still, it's more yeah. of like, okay, if your hair not permed, your hair look a mess then. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now yeah, it's like, away from that stigma. Yeah. So it's just like, you choose to perm your hair. That's fine. That's what you want to do. And there's a lot of women who have cute styles with their yes. permed hair. But also it's just like, perm is not the only way to wear your hair for like, it to be acceptable yeah and i feel like it is kind of hard for your hair to reach its full potential mm-hmm. if it's perm oh yeah for sure because it's like it damages the natural yeah. state literally yeah That's it's literally reversing like your natural curl pattern into being straight mm-hmm. so yeah, and then, it kind of breaks know, it off for me my mama my i used to watch my mama perm her hair but she would never perm me and my sister's hair but me and my sister also had a different Hair, hair type. type than my mom as well. My mom has like straight up like thick ass 4C hair. So I feel like, you know, of course, people hit me with the, oh, you got good hair. You got good hair. Me, 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 me. So it's just like, I feel like growing up, my mom always just taught me to like my hair. So mm-hmm. I feel like I never desired to have it perm, mm-hmm. but everyone around me had their hair perm. So I, like growing up, I used yeah. to be kind of one of like the few natural people, but yeah. it was very, very, um, I'm not even going to say rare, but it was not very common to see, like, type four girls. And if they did have their natural hair out, people always had some stupid ass shit shit to to say. say. So it's just kind of like the girls who did wear their natural hair, mostly that I I saw were, like, the mixed Mixed girls. girls, And even then, they would be damaging the fuck out their shit, too, by trying to straighten and stuff. socially acceptable for whatever reason. Yeah, like when the mixed girls had their curls out. But it's hard for, I feel like it was, in the beginning, it was very hard for me to figure out how to take care of it because I had literally got permed. Yeah. my whole life so you a permit and just keep straightening it yeah until you got the next perm moving. and that was it so when i went natural i'm like i actually don't know how to take care of my hair yeah but now you know moving on to mm-hmm. keep on educating we in a different era we yeah. are in a different i'm so glad that Same. that's dead. i see a lot more little girls now yeah when like of all hair. hair types like yeah. wearing their natural hair now versus back that's then it's so it cute be. like Seeing her with her pub balls and mm-hmm. afros and, and stuff like it. that. And loving it and owning it. So, like, that one sound um, on TikTok was like, I love your hair. And that little girl's like, thanks, it's an afro. Yeah. Like, it's so cute. But we kind of went on a tangent. We did. But, um, yeah, so anyway, back to the afro from the lot. <laughs> we yes. got to But, yes, take your time when it comes to doing uh, your natural hair. Like I said, this was a process and even then my fro can actually get much bigger than this but it's just always it's weird raining. after that first like and it's raining today and it's raining so my when it's raining outside my hair go do 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 down but just take your time when it comes to um taking that protective yeah taking out. it Don't out wish. and uh i really wish i thought about actually showing how to take but i didn't i just don't look know at the I tiktok th- but even then you can't really see it like um, to its full because i like I oh, really yeah. wish that I would have thought about that while I was taking it out. I'm gonna like, try your method because I literally be just cutting. Yeah, like I cut it and like I don't know. No, I literally like dead ass stick my finger in it and find a braid and pull it out, and it just. I'm gonna it's, try that method. It's some so much safer method that way that I randomly seen on YouTube one time because I, I, I just pull it. I don't mm. know. Honestly, I'm not gonna cap. I don't remember what I did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and also check out that Aussie Miracle Volume Shampoo. 
really, yeah, volume shampoo is really good. I like it, and the shit is, like, literally under $10. Really good. Aussie is a good brand, mm-hmm. though. They have really good uh, wash day products, in my opinion. Like, shampoos, conditioners, like, they have really good, and they're, like, affordable. So, but, all right, moving on to some entrepreneurship. How much time do we have? Uh, what time did we even get here? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Oh, shit, it's already 9.30, child. Spider, how much time do we have? We just hit two hours on the show. Okay. Jenny. Okay. You want to go through, say you want to be an entrepreneurship? Yeah. <laughs> so you want to be entrepreneurship. So you want to be an entrepreneur. Okay. Let's hit that real quick. All right. So we're going to give y'all, we kind of going over, but we're just going to give y'all some entrepreneur tip, tips. So mine's, I'll start off first. Mm-hmm. It's just make sure you have a vision. So basically anything you want to do as an entrepreneur, just as, even if you're not an entrepreneur, Write that shit down. I'm sorry to cuss, but write it down. Like a spiral yeah. type thing. And be specific in detail. So mm-hmm. I'll give y'all an example of what I do. So before I have any type of fitness event, I write down my actual vision of what I mm-hmm. want it to look like, what I want it to be, like what's my goal for myself, for my clients, Um, you know. And every time I've did that, because I've done that for all my events, what I wrote actually happened. Like, I write down exactly, like, what I envision it to be. And it literally happens because I feel like it literally aligns my actions. Mm-hmm. And it makes it happen because I know what I expect. So, I, I follow through. So, I'm going to try this again. I'm actually wanting to work on, like, a fitness, like, project plan. Writing down exactly what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And then kind of, like, how I'm going to get there. How I'm going to get it done. And then I feel like that's going to help me yeah, achieve what yeah. I want. But it's like, don't work aimlessly. Really just, write. Just don't be just doing shit, yeah, basically. take time out of your week. Sometimes I'll write on Sundays what I expect my week to look like. What I expect my mm-hmm. days to look like. And I swear, I have the most productive weeks and days when I actually set the intention and write down the vision I have for it. Yeah, for so sure. So try it out and see how it goes. For no, you. I definitely agree. Having like a clear direction and vision obviously it's not gonna be like 100 percent the mm-hmm. steps do, 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 do the way but it's just like having a direction in where you're going is really important and that's gonna kind of go into my first uh tip that i have so this is for my goyles that be asking about being an influencer because i feel like i get a bunch of dms about influencing and content creation and things mm-hmm. of that nature so these are just five tips for like when you're starting off uh getting some like better exposure for yourself getting out there more so my first one is what what is your thing what is your expertise and what makes you original so again like when me was saying a lot of people just want to be an influencer or a content creator because they see other people th- doing it and be like oh that seemed cool they seem like they don't do much or oh they just get paid for posting pictures and that mm-hmm. is your sole reasoning for doing it you don't have a vision you don't have a reason why you're really doing it you just you're just doing it and it's just kind of like, for me personally, I enjoy creating content that helps people. Like my, I really do enjoy when people tell me like, I watched your hair video. I watched your makeup video, your skincare video. I tried this, I did this, and it's worked well for me. That is my goal mm-hmm. at the end of the day is produce this content and help people feel more confident in their beauty routine, routines, lifestyle, whatever. Like mm-hmm. give actual people like good tips to put into their lives to better them lives for themselves however they take it so it's just again that's my vision and then of course it's like okay i create this content to do this or to this week i'm focusing on doing this like planning ahead and what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna center this content around and things like that 
So when it comes to being an influencer, I always say, what is your thing and what is your expertise? What, why are people coming to your page? What do you mm-hmm. give them? Do you give them information about beauty? Do you give them information about sports? Um, do you give them information about being a mother or being taking care of your pets? Like, what is your thing that makes you? And of course, you can always explore into other things, but it's just kind of like it's always good to what's have. What's your niche? What's your niche? What's what makes people? come to you and then eventually you know you can explore into other things but you just kind of doing a bunch of shit it might just be like oh, okay like it's a lot going on on this page but if you kind of stick to like those one two or three things that are because okay let's say beauty is your thing there's a lot of things that come into beauty hair makeup skincare that's beauty but it's just like it took me a minute before i could add lifestyle in with the beauty because i had to get this down first put it in there so finding what's your niche also originality Biggest thing that comes to originality to me is your name, your social mm-hmm. media presence. So, like, mine is Curly Baby or Auntie Bell. And those are the two that I feel like is what makes me original. So, when people hear Auntie Bell, they think me. They hear Curly Baby, they think me. So, I always say to find, like, a, not going to say a cool name, because some people go by their actual name. Mm-hmm. But finding, like, a really good original name that makes you stick out. Also, what... Like, don't try to copy other people's content. Yeah. It's, it's always okay to get um, inspiration, inspiration, but, don't but copy straight up paste. copying people. Yeah, because I promise you, people pay attention to other people's content. They will be like, hey, so-and-so did this exact same thing. And then pe- their followers will come for you and stuff like that. So it's always, and if you do get inspired by somebody. Mention them. Mention them. Tag them. Things like that. Thanks because they the can always get the attention of that person. They can repost and that's good for you. But it's mm-hmm. like, always do your best to try to stay as original as you can. Um, because copying other people's stuff, I promise you people will pick up on that. And there's no fun in copying other people mm-hmm. as well. Being original is what makes it like fun. So secondly is when you, uh, to get some exposure, tag reposting pages. So mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all noticed this, like a lot of people do this when it comes to like hair content. They're po- po- uh, the natural chicks and mm-hmm. kinks the curls and things like that. Tag those reposting pages because even if they don't repost you, you po- you pop up on the like thing at the end where people can see all their tags. It oh, you pop okay. up on there. Let me start trying that. Yeah, so it's just like the, you'll pop up on their um, tags as well. Also, it can help you get onto the Explorer page as well. Tag reposting pages. There's so many pages that are literally meant just to repost about certain things, and literally, I'll tag a repost page and like three or four of them will post me at a time mm-hmm. that content. So you don't have to tag them with every post. But tagging reposting pages is good. Um, you can tag, also tagging if you're using a product as well. A lot of times they repost. I just say sometimes, not, I'm not going to say don't go overboard with it, but it's just kind of like you're giving them a lot of free promo as well. Mm-hmm. You want to get paid for that. But it's like at the beginning stages, it'd be like that. Like, again, when you tag them, you post up on, you pop up on a like, uh, tag page as well. So, but just tagging those reposting, I feel like reposting pages are more beneficial, uh, beneficial than the actual product page. But you can tag them too. Side note: If any page ever DMs you and asks you for money to to, um, oh they yeah, they're gonna no. ask you to pay them to, to post. You don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. You don't even entertain. There it. are so Ignore. many reposting. I get pages. that shit so much. I'm like, yeah, there are so many reposting pages that do it literally for, for the free. free, and you do not. You just gotta like tag the right Especially ones. Especially when you you click on the page and the people don't look like you. Yes. I get that so much. It's like, I don't even fit whatever the fuck y'all be posting. I just feel like they're trying don't to fit finesse the, money. I don't fit the vibe, so. Yeah. 
So be weary because it's like people want your money. We use like hashtags and stuff like that. Those type of pages will find you and be like, hey, hey you pay us blah, 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 $50 blah. to post you. And it's like, nope, you don't be post. Don't pay no page to like yeah. you be more beneficial doing it if you have an actual business. But I feel like not even then. Yeah, it's just like, no. Don't don't pay these reposting pages. There's too many of them that will do it for free. Mm-hmm. You just got to find ones that's relevant to what to you're what actually you're doing. doing. Yeah. So if I'm posting about my hair, I'm not going to tag makeup reposting pages mm-hmm. because I'm not focused on my makeup right now. I'm focused on my hair. Same thing when I do makeup, I tag re, I tag reposting makeup pages. So do that. That always helps because they'll... I've seen them, they'll repost people with not large followings all the time. It's mm-hmm. just like you got some good, solid content. Your hair looks nice or your makeup looks good or whatever like that. They'll repost them. Um, hop on relevant trends and sounds, especially when it comes to TikToks mm-hmm. and Reels. That helps out a lot because basically like those. You're going to be on that. Under that sounds sound. are like circulating through a lot of people's TLs. And you hop up on that sound, you literally yeah. never know what can come from it. So... Hop up on those trends, like trends that are relevant. I feel like that makes sense mm-hmm. with what you do. So if there's like some type of like hair trend, like the to the salon one that mm-hmm. I did, um, it's just basically like to the salon and you're just showing like your hair make care sure routine. Make sure you use that original sound. Yes, make and sure you find the sound the, like that a you re- got from someone yeah, else. Yeah, like somebody posted it and you took the sound. Like actually like find the, the, original. the original sound and use it because especially on TikTok, mm-hmm. click on original sound, all the... Um, videos is pop, up, uh, popping yeah. up like that so use um and hop on them as fast as you can because they mm-hmm. will be gone by the week. next week <laughs> next week yeah. or two they'll be gone and there'll be a new one yeah so if it's relevant to you and it makes sense do literally it. do it and i mean like i said a lot of times just hopping on those I've relevant been having fun with those. you said what yeah uh, they're fun they're too fun. they're fun so um, to make um also when you're creating your captions ask questions in your captions a lot of um people have learned to do this that's something that i learned mm-hmm. over time as well so it's like oh yeah this is my hair oh no i did my makeup da, 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 da. and then you ask at the end so what color do you guys think i should do next so how do you feel about this whatever um leave it below in the comments and even when you're like you know you post on your story and be like hey y'all new post put up there it's like um the question put, put the question feature? up there and then be like comment uh, leave it in the comments your answer in the comments and people will do that like i did i think for one i did like putting up the christmas tree mm-hmm. and my question was when do you usually put up your christmas tree things like that and people will answer do that in the comments like yes uh put questions in the captions mm-hmm. and people will a lot of people will answer it and it also makes the, the comments relevant yeah it makes your engagement go up and it also makes the comments relevant mm-hmm. to what you're actually talking about as well so you that helps your engagement people. Yes, that way. And then, of course, you reply back to them, things like that. But mm-hmm. leave leave questions in your captions like that. That helps out a lot more than you think it does. And lastly, um, just for some exposure, you can, again, join some influencer websites that me and mm-hmm. me was talking about. Um, I'll leave them in the yeah. description thing. I was going to um, ask you about the, that because I feel like some people will need that. Yeah, so um, these will help you get brand deals, whether... They're like paid or they're or free product. They're you affiliate promote. links, things yeah. of that nature. So three one the my three favorites are obviously, and like I said, I'll leave them below. Obviously, Aspire IQ and Activate. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that are probably the most beneficial to me that I've gotten the most brand deals out of. Four is okay. 
But four is more of like they come randomly find you mm-hmm. versus the other three you pitch yourself. So for those, are those like, do you have to have the minimum followers? So the only one that I think that you actually do is Aspire. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one that requires. Uh, You'd have a certain uh, yeah, amount of followers. To but like, I, I don't okay. believe that the other two are like that. Not You're that scared. what I can remember. But um, I know one that's like, uh, that has like a mixture of paid mm-hmm. and not is a uh, social native. That's one, and then it's another one called Octoly. Yeah, make sure you put all them in. Yeah, Octoly is one that's more of like affiliate, free product based. But I mean, it's good if you're like a very, very beginner and you're just mm-hmm. trying to like get some like working with brands. Going, yeah. yeah, get like yeah, literally get the look going mm-hmm. to where like, hey, eventually, I'm an influencer. yeah, exactly, get the influencer feel on your page, and also it gives you the experience of just working with another brand mm-hmm. as well. And but I will. I do think that if you're doing like for product exchange, you should get an affiliate link mm-hmm. at least with it so you can make some money off of that yeah, code. And make that sure they it's give aligned you. with your brand. Don't yeah, just this work is gonna be because on there I've stuff. had brands randomly reach out to me. I'm like, child, did you even take a look at the Instagram page? Because it ain't got shit. It we're not connected. Sense, yeah. Like, why are you asking me to promote your fucking watches? Yeah. Does it look like I'm literally on here working out? I don't want to promote <laughs> your watch. Like just make stuff sure like that. there's so nothing wrong careful. with stepping out of the box for but stuff. Make sure but make sure sense. it makes sense <laughs> with what you do. Cause yes. I like people pay attention to stuff like that. So like when brands that reach out to me are like uh contact lenses. I don't wear yeah. glasses. I don't wear contacts. Like, read I've the never room. literally and so it's like, what do I look like, you know, Instagram? Saying where are these contacts? Where are these contacts? Sh- oh, these are my scene contacts. And I literally do not need context at yeah, all whatsoever. Y'all be careful. So it's just like be smart. Don't let that desire of wanting to be looking goofy on your own. Yeah, TL. like yeah, exactly. It's like they're gonna be like, what the fuck, Beverly put on context for this girl. Don't even want no damn. I ain't never she seen. She got twenty twenty. Yeah, literally got twenty twenty. It's just like they're gonna be like, what the fuck. So it's just like with when coming to choose brand deals or like uh, partnering with a brand. Just make sure it's make aligned. it make sense. It's it's aligned with who you are because mm-hmm. obviously, like I can do. Brand <laughs> so the group, the group mess is going stupid down crazy. Can y'all see that? Uh, Our friends are trying to literally out what we trying doing. to. Yeah, they it's a that. Saturday night. It's a Saturday, girl. It's Saturday night. We ain't hitting nothing while on this Saturday night. But what? Um, hold on. Let me answer and see. She. Oh Lord. Damn, she ain't answer. Okay, she called back. Uh, but yeah. So just make sure that, um, like I said, the brands that you are now. promoting make sense. Don't just be. Posting whatever, but yes, I'll um you can answer. I'll put that in the description box, uh, so that way you guys can go to them because those are really good things to sign up for. Is that Holly? (laughs) We better be done in a second. Say hey to the uh, say hey to everybody. Hey Hey, y'all. Bye. She said, (laughs) but um. Yeah, it literally is a Saturday night. Everybody, where y'all at? Where yeah, y'all at? What y'all doing? Working. Working, literally. But yeah, so um, just overall on the tips is find your recap, thing. Recap. Yeah, recap. Find your niche mm-hmm. and what makes you original. Uh, Tag those reposting pages. Mm-hmm. Hop on relevant trends and sounds. Mm-hmm. Ask questions in your captions to get that engagement going with your audience. And also with that, that makes them feel kind of like closer to you like yeah. y'all having a conversation a as well yeah a community yeah building a community and then also joining those influencer uh websites 
that you can pitch yourself on. Y'all should, really like I said, I'm gonna leave them below. They really, I'm not gonna lie. I've gotten, tips. I've gotten some good brand deals off of those. Like, and of course, a lot of times they're not like the most high paying ones, but they're they're good opportunities mm-hmm. for you to it's like all about get some opportunity. Brands. Yeah, it's just like make sure the opportunity it kind of opens matches. the door. Yeah, open the door for more opportunities because I'm not gonna lie. Some brands will see you working with a competitor brand and then want to work with mm-hmm. you. So it's just kind of like like I got uh like my branded with like Kiss lashes and I was just like I ain't think I would ever the Kiss is just mm-hmm. one of them brands you see in Walmart, Walmart but I got it off of one of those websites just by applying I just got an Amazon one mm-hmm. off of that for Christmas season so it's just kind of like those websites really work and like I said the ones like Social Native Octoly I have like two more I just can't think of them at the moment but you I'm gonna put, put all notes. of them there and y'all can check them out like I said the only one I think. That requires a certain amount of followers is Aspire. Don't put that in there. And I think that's the one that I'll, if it does require put an amount, I'm going to put it in parentheses yeah. so that way you can know. See, There's also some good ones that it don't matter the follower count mm-hmm. as well. So, but um, yeah, closing, so that's on closing thoughts. Yeah, now. because we ran out of time. We ran out of time. So, no listening. But remember <laughs> to send <laughs> and. Uh, sorry. <laughs> we didn't get any new uh, Ask Bev and Mia this week. Yes. Yeah, so. Remember what we did, but it was long and we don't have time to read it again. But anyways, send in your questions. Questions. They could literally be fitness related, y'all. It don't matter. Just sending your your questions and your stories and all that good stuff to askbevandmia at gmail.com. Or just DM us. Or you can DM it too. It's in our link tree as well. Just make sure when you DM it, just make sure you kind of like tell us that's what it's for before we just see random DM be like, ah. Yeah. Okay. But final thoughts, closing thoughts. Mm. Y'all stay warm. Yes, it's the cold. It's raining. Stay warm. Um, you know, warm that warm that car up. <laughs> yes, warm your car. I got to be at work at six a.m. Mm. So warm that car up. Um, yes, yeah. please warm your. Turn on that heat. Get them electric blanket. I'm still the same thing. <laughs> All that. If you got yes. a fireplace. Also, um, the weather is changing, which means Sad. don't forget to update your that. But also, don't get your update update your skincare and your hair care routine mm-hmm. and your makeup routines as well. I know for me, they become different when it gets cold outside. So don't forget to accommodate the beauty mm-hmm. for the weather outside. So, um, like for me, makeup I usually do more even dewier looks than I would in the summer because. Matte looks dry as hell mm-hmm. in the winter time. For me, my skin is drier gotcha. in the winter time as well. Same with hair. Uh, with my hair, my hair. Well, my hair is drier in the summer, but more like mm-hmm. awkwardly moisturized, and the and it falls more. The fro yeah, I need don't to pay be, attention to myself because I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I stay the same all the time. <laughs> no, it's just like over because you know I'm into these things. Like I really yeah, be like say shit. You're yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, take notes. Spice up the skin routine, okay? No, it's just like, no, I pay, like, you know, I'm really into, like, the yes. beauty stuff. So I yes. also just dealing with my skin and all that other stuff. So I really be, like, thinking about this. I be watching hella videos and okay. stuff like that. So that's the only, I feel like that's the reason why I, like, know all this. But like I said, for me, my skin dries out. I usually go with less matte looks because mm-hmm. my skin is naturally more drier in the wintertime. But my hair is more overly moisturized, okay. weirdly. So I have to, I usually put less product in my mm-hmm. hair in the wintertime versus in the summer. The sun dries it out. So I put way more product in my hair in the summer. So it's just kind of like. Okay, gotcha. You know, sister, so I'm like, 
All right. All right, bye, y'all. We finna go next. get drunk. No, we not. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Elf on the shelf. All right. Just kidding. Happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays. Bye. bye. <laughs>